The Pinball Network is online. Launching Triple Drain Pinball Podcast. All right, Tom, you ready with that mouthful of Pepsi? I think so. Oh, Travis, your headphones are working. You ready? As he drinks his tea. I know so. Oh, wow. All right, <laughs> oh. here we go. We. We're three guys who like to talk pinball, so we came up with a clever name. We're Joel and Travis now who talk pinball, and we call ourselves Triple Drain, Triple Drain, Triple Drain. We're Triple, Triple Drain, Triple Drain. Triple Drain. All right, episode, what is this, 16? 16. We are, uh, I don't know. We're moving right along, guys. We're just uh, cruising along, and we don't even have an extra ball, Joel. Nothing. It's extra just balls the three are of turned us. off once again. Yeah. So well, I do have because of the tournament. I, I know. I just made an awesome pun, and Joel didn't even care. Do you see that? Extra Tom? balls are turned off. I heard it. But just because I heard it, in, he doesn't care about that. us now. Yeah. Just because no. I heard it doesn't mean I need to, re- you know, acknowledge it. It's just see now, Joel. Joel knows how Tom feels now. We're just interrupting his <laughs> intro this whole time. <laughs> I think it's because Tom got to talk a lot last episode. I Tom did. crushed it. Yeah, Tom he crushed did. It. He did. He was. We talked to him Tom. out. I was, he went, I, was, I was proud of myself. Yeah. You probably slept well that <laughs> night, didn't you? He went straight to bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, I got to give a shout out to my brother. I talked to him, and my brother, he's he like he likes pinball, but not like he doesn't follow anything pinball, nothing. But he listens to our podcast because he said he really enjoys the banner, the banter, and uh, and. I asked him, uh, he's like, yeah, man, I love your podcast. You guys just, uh, he goes, Tom is my favorite though. Tom is my absolute favorite. He goes, I connect with Tom. And I was like, really, why is that? He goes, well, cause anytime Tom talks, it has weight to it. It has substance. Like it, there's, there's value in what he's saying. He goes, Travis, Travis is just stirring shit up. That's all Travis does. <laughs> and then Joel, you're just like keeping the conversation going. And I was like, you know, that's actually a pretty good Pretty good review, I think, of, it's, of uh, what this podcast so true. is. It's, it's pretty accurate based on the yeah. previous two minutes of this podcast, yes. Yeah. Speaking so, of, is that the brother who likes Halloween? <laughs> no, I don't have a brother who likes <laughs> uh, So thank you for the transition, Tom. Um, <laughs> all right. So there are goals for this podcast. And I know we had said last podcast that TPF's coming up. And so one of the things we have... Something that we do on this show is called Triple Combo, where we break down a game three ways. Well, Travis had the great idea that, hey, before this um, show... Wait, wait, wait. I, I had what? You had a good idea. Yeah. No, no, no. no I you heard said you, great. You said great. He said great. He you did had say a, great. It's a, a, a reasonable idea. You can't it's... be like my wife and take it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right? You, yeah, you said okay, it. It's on, yeah. It's, yeah, you're on audio. Okay, you go had, ahead, Joe. You, you had a great idea. All right, so... <laughs> Uh, but we are going to do that. We are going to do an in-depth, uh, breakdown of all the games at TPF. Um, so, you know, make sure you got your notepad ready. Um, that way on the plane, you can, you can do all that, but we're not doing that right now. We're going to get to that. So there's a few other things we're going to discuss first. And, um, so one topic that I, that I want to bring up is I know last episode, I shared my experience on some of the games at wizard world. And so I was, I was playing pinball with um, my brother, my brother-in-law and a good friend of mine. All three of those guys are kind of novice players. And the point of me talking about that experience was to share like what pinball's like from the experience of like three novice people. What, what games stood out? What did they enjoy? What did they not like? Um, so, you know, a standout thing was the fact that my brother, the one that likes Tom 
put $9 into big guns. That was like one of his favorite games. So maybe that says something about my brother's opinion on things. It's a good ACDC song. <laughs> wow. Um, but that was the point. And I know that personally, I'm a pretty optimistic person. I, I like positivity. And so it's it's rare that I really talk negatively about anything. And I actually shared a few negative viewpoints on Halloween. And what surprised me was that in the, T- the TPN uh, pin side thread, there was a person that posted, they basically said, I think you guys should remove the entire Halloween conversation from your last podcast. Um, and then went on to say, it feels like you had an agenda and they must have not greased your palm enough to discuss them like in an appropriate manner. And uh, was that really a post on Pinside? That was a hundred percent legit a post on Pinside. And what, I remember what does that mean grease your I mean, palm. I mean, grease, it's true. Mean? Yeah, they didn't. They yeah, I will tell you that Spooky has not greased our palms at all. What does all. that mean? What, they what haven't is... paid us enough. Apparently, they haven't given us enough money to yeah. talk about them in a positive. Yeah. So we have an oh. agenda. Nobody's now. fucking paid us. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just rotate. We'll just which. I was about which, to say, wait yeah. a second. Have you two yeah. gotten paid? I, I no. need to know. So the, okay. the truth is, uh, all three of us are con- content creators. Have have we made money doing this? Sure. Travis gets a few bucks from YouTube because I people make clip on his videos. Five hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. I will admit it. Okay. Sorry, yeah. I'm a one click, percenter. He click on it. They click on his videos on YouTube. I don't know why, but they do. And then Tom has he made a little bit of money? Yeah, he streams the heck out of these amazing tournaments, and he gets some donations, and he gets um you know some some subs and stuff from Twitch. Well deserved. He, mo- he models too. He does model, that but that's yes. not, I, yes. I've yet to see pinball modeling. Um, have I made money doing this? I do some streaming and I have once again received some bits from that. I have some subs, but we are talking, I mean, if I add up all the equipment that I have purchased, not including pinball machines to create media, I am still well in the hole on, on making money. So if anybody thinks that, that pinball creators are doing this for like a side income, you are you are comically mistaken. That is not a thing. And so the point of this conversation, the point of the three of us talking is literally just to just shoot the breeze. We're just we're here to have a good time. We're here to talk pinball and we're here to share, you know, our experiences, what what we like, what we don't like. And and that's kind of the reason I bring this up is if we're not allowed to voice what we don't like in a game, then what's the point? Like that's feedback. That's all that is. That's that's criticism of this was my experience in the game. And so if you want to adjust the code to, you know, account for that or take this as something you can take into your next game. That's all it is. Um I wasn't I do not feel anything that I shared my, and you know basically saying we had trouble getting up to the secondary playfield and the middle ramp kept you know we we're stuck in a mode and we didn't know what to do. None of which I was sharing was like an attack on Spooky. That was not I own a spooky game. I'm a fan of spooky and I wish them nothing but success for, oh, for I, everything they do. I felt triggered. Joel. Yeah, triggered. Yeah. Like I was, yeah. yeah, I was way triggered. I mean, if spooky wants to pay us more, you know, for good press, <laughs> then it's a low bar. It's a really low bar on, on, on how much we're receiving, but it was just really funny that that was, and I have to give credit. There were multiple people that in that thread that defended me 
before I even said it. You know, when like, was David Dennis, which you've publicly I, said you hated? I don't. What? I mean, that guy is the you know pretty darn low on 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 the quality people list. But for him to come out and say something positive, I was I was taken back. Man, was, so you're yeah. you're saying this post was so egregious that it basically created a situation kind of like the late 80s G.I. Joe to where the Joes and the Cobra Commander get together to fight drugs. That's like you and David Dennis right now. I think that's what, yeah. I think, I think that's it. Well, it it really need to get back on Penn side. Holy crap. I mean, it came down to two parts, which is one censorship, you know, like if, if us, first off, like if we're considered pinball media, you need to yeah. you need to check your sources, you know, because we are not like don't make any decision based on what we say. I mean, it, buy and Travis, you actually made a comment about it in last in the last podcast. Buy the games you enjoy. If my brother wants to go out and buy a big guns, buy big guns. Buy and have Rush. a great time with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I think the bottom line is is one we regret nothing. <laughs> Two, we won't apologize. Yeah. Three. We're just two idiots and me with, you know, a microphone talking on a podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. And I, and I know, I mean, Zach Minnie, uh, uh, obviously I love the guy. He's, he's awesome part of TPN, but he has a lot of bold statements. And I mean, for example, he freaking loves Popeye. How many people in this hobby love Popeye? I know of one. It's Zach Minnie. Yeah. So, but he's, he will stand firm on that being a good game, you know? And so if people crap on that and say it's a garbage game, does he need to be, you know, the white knight and come fight every battle with how good Popeye is? And then, uh, no, it's just like people are allowed to have different opinions. That's yes, totally. He, he does, Joel. We're all he, he 30 year old men or yeah. above 30. We all need something to do. Obviously, getting on the internet, just typing well, away. That's what we well, got to do. Well, above 30. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I, Tom is refined. I bring it up. I wish not, I was 30. <laughs> yeah, I bring it up not to be, I'm not trying, I'm not going to call the guy out, but it's just, that is, it was one of those, like, at the end of the day, hey, if I, if I messed up your day by saying something negative about a game you like, sorry, man, I, I'm just sharing an experience. And if you love the game, I'm happy for you. I hope it's, I hope you bolted to the floor and have nothing but joy from that thing the rest of your life. But it is comical to see comments about, you know, well, the guys are too dumb to understand how great this game is, or they don't understand the code. What? Well, you're what? probably right. I mean, and the reason I say you're right. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. They, they said what now? Yeah. I haven't seen this post. What, what did they well, say? Well, that post was in the actual Halloween owner should thread. I, should I find this? On- Which is fine. It's I, no, no, They no, are I allowed just, to say what they want to say. I don't want them to say that Joel is dumb, Tom. But here's my... <laughs> I think they were referring they, to you, Travis. Shit. They were, yeah. They actually singled oh. Travis out. But anyways, okay. what I will say is I understand if... But my defense is if if I am not enjoying the game, I'm not going to continue to put money into it. And so do I understand the depth of the code? No, I don't. I played two games on it and they were not enjoyable. So I walked away. I had, I did not put more time. Now, if I would own the game and it was in my basement for two months and I spent hours and hours and hours playing it and then still didn't, then fine. Accuse me of that. But how am I supposed to know the greatness of this game if I'm saying the first you know, the first little bit of it's unenjoyable. I'm sorry. Like that's one thing for me, somebody who's enjoys pinball, but I was there with my brother-in-law who did, who like, he was done. He's like, nah, next game. And that happens. But Travis, on the other hand, he spent plenty of time playing this game. 
Big Papa is his name today, and Big Papa is raising his hand. Yep. Go ahead. Okay, so I was texting you guys when I was first playing it, and I was showing you videos when I was first playing it. Correct. Oh, hang on. Big Papa's got to put his hand down. Okay, there we go. And for those wondering whether or not I knew the rule set or whatever, what was the first thing that I sent you guys, or one of the first things within thirty minutes of playing it? I think the first thing you sent was a broken plastic, but. Okay, the second thing I sent yeah. afterward. I think was, you broke the game. I think you found a way, you found some sort of exploit and you just broke the game. Right. And yeah. so within like two hours, I had figured out how to score over 50 million points just with two different repeatable shots. And yeah. so, I mean, obviously, I don't even know if it's been fixed or not because I haven't tried it again since, I don't know, like two months ago or so, whenever is the last time I played. But the reality is, is that when it comes to games and it comes to understanding what's going on, you're just, you're going to like what you like. And if you've played enough games and any tournament player out there or anybody listening that's played pinball for a long time, and this isn't a gatekeeping statement, I'm saying if you have enough games put in and you have enough database built into your head that you've played enough, you've seen the shots, you've seen the different codes, you've seen the different rules, you start to see things that are very similar to other games. And that helps you understand a rule set even quicker because you can apply it to something else. You can bring back memory. You can, you know, you can figure it out pretty quickly. So it's definitely, to me, it's not an understanding the rule set situation for myself. You know, may, maybe for Joel, yeah, it might be. Sure. Not, because, not because you're Joel <laughs> with that luscious beard. It's because you're Joel that played it for three games or so. It's going to yeah. be difficult to figure out a full rule set, but... But you are going to get an idea within those three games how you like a game shooting. Like, you're going to know. That's just the reality of it. And sure, your first impression might change if you play it even longer. But I swear, I put six hours on it, and six hours is more than enough time to form a first impression. In my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're moving I mean, past first impression when you're six hours in. I think I'm in. moving past, like, just, yeah, yeah like self-torture at that point when I reach six hours on any game on any game. I mean, I, you know, that's just a lot of time to put And I made sure, and I told you guys this specifically, I don't think I ever said this on the, on the podcast. As soon as I got done my first time playing it, I gave you my opinions. I said, you know what? I'm going to go back in for a second try and I'm going to verify that this is how I felt. That's what I decided to do. And I told that to a few of my chats that I have like tournament players, other pinball enthusiasts, and yep. everybody was just like, you're freaking crazy. What What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing it anyways. Yeah. Strap in, boys. And yeah, it, I mean, it is what it is. That's pinball, you know? Yeah. It's it's just how it is. I get it. And I, I don't know. The only reason I'm bringing it up is, uh, for one, thank you for anybody that said anything nice. I mean, I really appreciate that. Two, we, like, if we're going to start filtering things that we're saying, it's not like... At the end of the day, the three of us love pinball and we want pinball to succeed and we want pinball to grow. That's fine. But the only way that it's going to succeed and it's going to grow is if they continue to make better and better games. And the only way that people improve is when feedback is shared. And that's all we're doing. And I'm and and we're not here to to tell people, you know, where to spend their money. We're not we're not here to tell people that you're right or wrong if you like or don't like something. Bye, we're Rush. just sharing what what'd you say? By Rush. By Rush, yes. So, yes. And then, 
Well, okay. Rush is a great example. I, I, we've, we brought this up before. Zach, let me borrow Rush. My initial experience with Rush was not, was not positive. It wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't immediately fall in love with the game. And I will tell you a buddy of mine, uh, Mike was over here the other weekend and he's not a pinball guy, but he's like, let's do it. We played TNA, we played Deadpool, we played Rush and we played Turtles. And at the end I said, which one was your favorite? And his answer was Deadpool. And he said his second favorite was, and he said Deadpool was his favorite because he felt like he did the most. He had a chance to start a battle. He started a multi-ball. He, TNA, he had a great time because we played co-op. We went to that. He said Turtles was just hard and he barely got anywhere, but he enjoyed Half Shell Challenge. And I've talked about Half Shell Challenge before being a great like ball, ball save on introduction thing. He goes, I didn't really like Rush. And I get that. He's not a Rush fan. And there wasn't, like, he didn't do anything in the game. The game's hard. The one toy in the game on a pro is is the time machine right up the middle. I mean, once you see the ball grab it one time, it's like, all right. But he didn't hit it enough to get into a multi-ball, so he didn't accomplish anything. So his one game, if that would have been his money, he would have played one, and he walked, and he would have walked away. Now, am I bringing that up to, to tell everybody, drop your orders of rush? You know, Stern made, a like, a garbage game? Like, no, that's not, like... Tom freaking loves that game. This game, every game's different. And the tournament players are going nuts over this game. Like Ray Day and Timmy did an amazing job coding this game. It's just not, it's not for everybody. So I don't know. I I just brought that up. And the, and the last thing I would say is we are all for feedback. So if there's anything that we say that you agree with, shoot us an email. We read every single email. If you especially disagree, if you agree, if you agree, <laughs> you, send yes, it in. Yeah. If yeah. you disagree, just save it. Yeah. My feelings are much too. Yeah. And if you disagree, shoot us an email, triple drain at gmail.com. And the reason I say that is if I would, if we would have got an email and just said, Hey, you know, I listened to your last podcast and Screw I'm sorry, you, Joel. <laughs> if that, yeah, that's all yeah, I have to Joel. say. <laughs> yeah. But if it would have said, Hey, I, I'm sorry, but I, I adamantly disagree with what you said about Halloween. I own the game. I'm telling you, if you would really invest more time into it, if you would learn the rules, there's there's something here that you're missing. Maybe explain that a little bit. Like that's constructive. And that's that's what I was trying to say. Uh oh, Big Papa. Do why what the right. dumb name? Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> this is the perfect thing. All right. Joel. Yeah. I'm a concerned co host with you. I don't feel like you've uh, you've experienced enough Halloween. So my challenge to you is to play it for at least one more hour. Okay. Well, and when we go down to TPF and say uh, three Hail Marys. Yep. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna go find one and we're gonna play one down at TPF together. Yeah. Actually, you're gonna play it. I'm not gonna play it, but I'm gonna stand at the side and watch. All right, I will play Actually, it. I I'll will play pr- it. I'll probably watch one ball and I'll walk off. But you okay. finish the game, okay? I will I will absolutely if there's one at TPF, I will absolutely play it. And I get that. I'm just I'm bringing it I'm just bringing this up because yes, there are pinball is all about making money. Like that's how the games are designed. They're designed for on location play. And you need to most of the time it's theme. Theme is what attracts somebody to a table, a pinball machine, whatever term you want to use. Or it's some mech. They see some crazy mech on the on the on the game. They see it and they want it. They want to experience it. And so, it's just one of those situations where if if you don't if you don't grab my interest in the first one or two games, I I'm sorry. I don't. That is that. Am I the idiot? Am I the dummy? 
Yes. Maybe. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. <laughs> Thank you. So I think you guys have probably angered the pinball gods right now because it just started storming outside. And you oh. guys know what happens if it starts storming here. So Travis's internet's going to drop is what's going to happen. But I'll be right back if it happens. Okay. Yeah, we'll just see. Just warning you ahead of time. That way you, don't, don't, you guys don't freak out, shut down the podcast while I'm gone or anything like that. My God, what will Joel and I do? We will just, we'll just act like Travis and, and we'll, it'll be fine. Do you have we'll, a Travis can, soundboard? I don't have a Travis soundboard. I only, only you, Tom. <laughs> Remember what you say has weight, not Travis. Right, so, right. so I don't know. That's, we can, we can wrap that all up. And, and I, yeah, once again, I appreciate all the people that, that like supported me, but I also feel it was more of a, uh, you know, just we're here to have a good time. And if, and if, and if something we say like, is negative or hurts your day in some way. That's not our goal. We're not trying to do that. And um, feel free to share, you know, give us the feedback, shoot us an email. This is just for fun. And uh, to all the Halloween owners out there, if you love your game, I genuinely can't be happier for you. Like, I really hope you love that game. And if there's people waiting on order still, if that's something, if it, if it looks interesting to you and you've seen a few streams or you've had a chance to play it and you're excited about it, be excited about it. I want you to love the game. Uh, pinball's fun. But, uh, you know, take what we have to say with a grain of salt, especially Travis, especially me. But Tom, if Tom says something, you better listen because, you know, Bye, what, Tom Rush. Says, <laughs> what Tom <laughs> says has weight. Yeah. So there we go. That's the end of that. Does anybody, either of you have anything besides by Rush to? Uh... No, I'm good. I'm, I, I'm ready for the next part of the podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, was, you got to play the who... Tom sound clip now about yeah. Halloween. That Tom was did... well thought out, Joel. It wasn't, yeah. Good Let me Joel. look. I, I I had all these. I had nothing. I just you're I just like talked, the yeah. third nicest guy in pinball behind <laughs> hey, Bowden and Dinden. Bowden and Dennis, I'll take it, man. Yeah, Dinden is um, nice. Well, he's the second nicest. Second nicest, yeah. I think so, that's what he is, right? Sure. Dennis, yeah. Dennis is number two. Yeah. Dennis okay. is number two. I, I haven't seen the rankings lately. I just you know. Yeah, it's ele- well deserved. I'm elevating you to number three just because you're Joel. I appreciate that. I don't know if I'm allowed to take that, but um, I appreciate that. Um, I will say um, Dennis sent us our triple drain numbers, and um, Dennis is still our the the episode that Dennis was on. He's it's still the number one list most listened to episode of, uh, of our star show. Power of Dennis Din-Din. has he's got a gift. He's got a gift. Um, all right. Well, that's it for that. Um, let's go ahead and roll into TPF. So Texas Pinball Festival is coming up. Um, the goal here yeah. is is there is a tournament. I know Travis is stoked. Monica's going to do better than him. It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be an awesome tournament. Um, but there, believe it or not, there's other things. There's other things at TPF than tournaments. I don't. I mean, I don't know if you guys know that. You guys go to these expos, and I don't think you realize there I, there are other things than tournaments. I, I think I think you and Joel should put a wager on that statement. That I'm I, I'm gonna bet for Monica. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I think Ooh. Travis is really excited about that. Travis was really pumped up that the women's tournament was sanctioned. I was. Today. Well, yeah. because the uh, the women's tournament originally kind of slipped through the cracks because it was sanctioned back in 2020. Yep. And when it got canceled, it never got re-sanctioned because I guess it was assumed that it was sanctioned. So we were looking at it. I was like, oh, crap. I told Monica it wasn't. She was like pissed. Mm. I mean, she's gotten whopper hungry. Right, I don't know what to do with so. her right now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I told her. I got pissed with her. I was like, you know what, sweetheart? You're right. You deserve these points right now, no matter what place you get. And 
Yeah, that's that's how you sleep in the bed. Joel. So you don't tell <laughs> her. You don't tell her. But Monica, if you get the whoppers, that means I didn't. No, you know? no, no. I, I so, Hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. You support your spouse playing pinball any way you can. Yeah, I'll give you that. Because I'll yeah. tell you straight up. Yeah, I get to make some decisions. It ain't about buying pinball machines. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> All right. So TPF, what's going on at TPF besides um, besides the tournament? Um, one thing, well, for one, Weird Al. So Weird Al is going to be there. I know Kevin with Buffalo Pinball is streaming that. Uh, hey, what is it? The 18th or 19th? It's either Friday or, sa- or Saturday. It's soon, like in the next one or two days. So people are going to have an opportunity to see the game streamed, but they will be there. They will be there on site. They will be able to be played. Um, Big Papa's telling telling us it's hailing outside. Oh, no. Oh, no. He spelled, guys, he wrote four words and he spelled all four of them correctly. So, Except well, for no. Well, I no, was just I mean, trying that was to tell dramatic. you guys behind oh, the scenes no. in case I'm gone. I didn't want to interrupt <laughs> you, Joel. I didn't realize no, you fine. read this while you're talking. Okay. I mean, it's more just, I think we can kind of hear it in the background, but who, Oklahoma, man. Just uh, Oklahoma, he's typing, guys. So we're going to keep rolling until he finishes typing. Halloween is great. Joel sucks. That's what he wrote. So if you're wondering, you know, and once again, he spelled all five of those words right. You're yep. like Ron Burgundy. You just read anything on the teleprompter, no, don't you? I know. I, believe it or not, I, I can read before I say the words. So I just, I do it. I want you to get that credit because I think you think you're pretty pretty slick all right so tpf we're we're 25 (laughs) minutes into a tpf premiere and so far all we've gotten out of this is weird al will be there yeah all we've gotten is uh halloween's great and joel sucks so okay so weird Al Weird Al will be there Uh, i think that'll be a good chance the p3 is going to be there i think the p3 has more interest now than it's ever had so i'm excited for a bunch of people to play it i'm excited for a bunch of people to play it and experience what it is um and you know make up their mind on whether that's a game they're gonna jump on or um you know at least they know like touch the game enjoy it i i hope it's awesome i i I truly hope it's awesome um another thing um well it's kind of a two-parter but they have announced there are now multiple 2.0 games that are coming out so i know um what is it funhouse funhouse 2.0 that's been announced. They've already started shipping kits. There's been a few people that have streamed it. Wild Dog Arcade, I know on TPN, they streamed it. I'm assuming there will be at least one machine there that has that. So that, that'll that be kind of a newish game for people to play. Uh, what is it called? Rudy's Nightmare, I think, is what it's called. Yeah. That is correct. So that looks pretty cool. Um, Mirko, everybody's favorite uh pinball playfield manufacturer, Mirko, is they just announced that they have a 2.0 kit. And that's Tales of the Arabian Nights. So I think they have announced that that will be there as well. So that's kind of a two-part thing. Um, you have the game, but then you also have Mirko's going to be there. And and not to get too deep into the drama, but I said favorite pay, pinball playfield manufacturer with sarcasm because there has been issues. There have been issues with some of the playfields that that they've made. And this is somewhat surprising that he's going to present himself in a public forum with a Q and a session. <laughs> so, yeah. There's going to be some yeah. fireworks. Do we know when that is? Cause I'm looking for the seminars right now and I cannot find anywhere on the website. When's the Papa Duke seminar? I don't think. There <laughs> oh <would> God. Be <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. So I know he's there to discuss his 2.0 boards, but the, the real short, the real small drama with, with Mirko is Mirko supplies JJP playfields and 
with GNR at the very beginning, there was a bunch of, of issues with clear coat and everybody was saying Mirko flicks your, your clear coat and no response, no nothing. Uh Oh, big Papa. Here we go. I love you it when you call to... me big Papa. <laughs> I love the name Joel, but I promise you, you don't have to announce me every single time. <laughs> it, it, does it sound ridiculous? Does it sound really lame when I say oh, it no, over and over again? Badass. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. So on Friday, March 25th from four to 5 PM, in the seminar room is when Mirko will be got it. Be there, so that will be very interesting. It Bring will. Your baseball bats, pitchforks. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> torches. I can't, so I will say there is one seminar just kind of moving us along a little bit because I got to keep Joel and Tom just on track right here. But no, I think Travis next, is afraid the hail is going to take his. Yeah, that too. He so, just wants yeah. to get to his point. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying so. Another thing at the seminar room on March 25th, also after the whole Mirko thing is going to be uh, Chicago gaming and it's labeled as completing Cactus Canyon. So I assume that they're going to give some type of update with what's going on there with Lyman's untimely passing that happened. So, and for those that don't know, Lyman Sheets was supposed to basically finish the new Cactus Canyon code along with Josh Sharp that was added onto it. And I believe that Josh had pointed out on another podcast, I think it might have been on final round or was it with Jeff? Uh, it was on pinball, pinball profile. Pro- okay, so on pinball profile that the meat and bones are basically nearly everything in it was done. He's yeah. just having to refine some things to my understanding. So I'm sure we'll get an update on that if you're on board with that game. That might be a seminar to go to. Sure. So essentially 2.0 code there. And then there, uh, I saw the other day, I don't know I don't know if one of you looked it up, but they announced there's Whirlwind, Whirlwind 2.0 code. And I also don't know if that's going to be a TPF. But that kind of brings us to a quick conversation. Overall thoughts, the fact that some of these older games are getting revisions or add-ons to their code. Um, Travis had a, a strange face, kind of a eh kind of face. I mean, it, it, well, Tom can attest to this. It's It's not... It's not groundbreaking for tournament players to see this because there's been sworn ROMs and stuff like that over the years that changed game behavior to be a little bit more proper, at least for tournament play and more enjoyment out of it. So, I mean, I still think it's pretty cool, but as long as it doesn't take away the spirit of the game, of what it is, if it, if it fixes just the things that need to be fixed, then I'm all for it. But if yeah, it completely changes is, the game. This is, this is like the Rudy's Nightmare like they all have LCD displays and I mean, they're, it, it looks like a overhaul of the rules kind yeah. of thing. So mm, yeah. yeah. Like a completely new game, which honestly, I, I don't mind. Um, but you know, just if I, if I had in the home environment, I, I think it would be kind of cool. Yeah. But maybe not in a tournament setting where I had absolutely no idea what the changes were and, and things like that. That's a good point. Yeah. If you walked up to a fun house or you saw that fun house was part of the tournament list. Now is it, well, is this, is this fun house or is this like fun house Rudy's nightmare? And we have to, you know, I, I get it, but I, I know like tales of the Arabian nights, Toten, as people refer to it. Some people love this game, the toys, the max layout, everything. This game is, is well loved. But the one, you know, sore point to the game that people bring up is the code. They just they're like, well, if you're if you're at all a good player, you're going to be able to beat this game. You're going to be able to beat this game. And there's just not a ton of depth. So if you're going to take a game that has an amazing layout with some really cool mechs some really good toys, and then you're going to flush out even more code 
or add an LCD screen. I don't know if they're adding an LCD screen, but it's, you know, like Rudy's Nightmare, the 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 um, Funhouse one added a whole screen. But whatever, I, I'm all for it. I, I just think for some of these people that have these older games in their collection, uh, and all these games have some option where when you boot up the game, you can play it the original way or you can play it the new way. So you're just giving, you're giving your game more stuff. So I think it's great. I think it's an awesome idea. I think it's going to bring um, demand for some of these older games. Like I think Funhouse was already a game that people wanted, but now the fact that you basically get a two for one and one like that. I mean, I'm no pinball market trends, but I'm assuming that's going up. Um, Toadin was already you know sought after. I'm assuming the value of that just went up. Um, Whirlwind, another game that's well liked. You know, I'm assuming that's going up. I don't know. Like, I don't know what's next. What I do think is interesting is the people that are making these. Like, Mirko's making one. Uh, Rudy's Nightmare. I, I don't. Do you guys remember? I don't know. Somebody made that. Like, it's not one company that this is the thing they're doing. It's it's a bunch of different people all doing this at the same time. How did weird. that not distract you at all, Joel? Because I'm professional. Okay. You know, fine. I. This guy. What? What? Travis, please describe in detail what you were doing. Paint a picture for us. No. <laughs> you just you had to be here yeah. all right so we, we gotta start doing this on video oh, so man. at eight to nine o'clock yeah, is yeah, yeah. the jersey jack pinball seminar with jack and you guys know the second guest steve ritchie steve ritchie so his first i guess major public appearance at least as a member of jersey jack pinball so what do you think we'll learn from this seminar that the handcuffs are off, and I <laughs> he, he love it. Yeah, and I'm I've never been happier. That's what he's. I well, he's not. They're not going to announce a title. You think it'll just be they're fluff? Not, you, what, you think just what that? Do you th- just I mean, we point? know for a fact. I think they're going to announce high speed three. Why that would night. they do that? I don't know. I'm just saying it, Joel. Now it's going to be a rumor out there, and they're going to talk about it on Pinside. Oh, we should have told yeah. Dennis, and he could have put it on Eclectic Gamers Cast in the, <laughs> yeah. in the rumor corner. <laughs> Are you not rumor-tained? No, I, I think it'll be fluff. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I, I'm still interested. I think I'll watch it. But it's if if we know Toy Story is just around the corner, yeah. they're, they're going to be busy for another year plus. And then Eric has to be doing another game. So did they let Steve hop in and he's going to go between Eric and... and um, holy I mean, crap, I can't think are, of... Are these summoners who, who live? You, Pat Lawler. Live Pat Lawler. I was like, Paul? It's not um, a Pete. Yeah. I don't know... <laughs> You know what? I'm not sure. They live stream Chicago. I don't know if they will this. I, yeah, uh, I don't know if they will or not. But I, I mean, I'm interested to hear what they have to say. I I, I am interested in that because I don't know. Maybe they might give some insight to what he could be working on. I, you would have to think that they're giving something because it's at a prime time hour, eight to nine on a Friday night and people are going to be interested. So they have to give something. But, you know, like he hasn't been there long enough to make a game. So he's not no, announcing no, no, a game. No way. No, and they're no, not no. going to announce a game that would potentially impact the sales of their next release. I just right. don't no, know. I'm not why saying they that they're going I'm not saying they're going to announce a game, but keep in mind, I think Jersey Jack's whole thing is that they want to try to get at least two games out per year. Now, obviously, yeah. under current market conditions and current supply chain conditions, that's not really possible for a lot of the manufacturers out there, not name Stern, but you'd have to yeah. think that they're bringing some value with this. So, I mean, I'm interested in it. Sure. I, why not? I mean, it's not, I don't know. 
It, I, I don't think maybe they're, they're announcing. Up the way, yeah. Maybe they're announcing Willy Wonka 2.0. Okay, maybe there that's what's happening. No, what would actually make more people happy is if they did like uh, dialed in 2.0, right, or something. You think so? Or maybe a rerun of Pirates? Wait, there, there's already. Well, yeah, that would. That would, Arr, that would what if they announce that? Oh man, you. Oh my god! I think I gotta sell my pirates. Right, you'd have half <laughs> the people extremely happy. The other yeah. people just be like, "Shit, what do we do <laughs> now?" Me? There it all goes. Yeah. yeah. You think Nick would finally sell his pirates then? I don't know. Well, why would he? No. I mean, it's there's no if the demand for it goes down, that's the only reason he was selling it is for money. Uh, he loves the game. He well, was why else it. would you sell something? For the you just don't you get money out of it? Crack hey, remember, cocaine. Remember earlier when I said when I said what my brother's use? my brother's what review in Indiana. What? <laughs> are you asking what drugs are used in Indiana? No, like what do you use for currency? You just asked me why you would sell a game. The dollar bill. You're okay. Money. It's it's a yeah, higher. I'm not even going to explain now. the fact. If I, if I play your game and explain this, it makes me look dumber. So Joel, we're going to have so much fun <laughs> together at TPF. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you, I think you're going to have really a bunch jealous. of yeah. You're going to have a lot of free time because you're going to be out of the tournament pretty early because Monica's just going to keep cruising right along. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I've only had my green tea right now. I'm going to bring out the fireball. I'm going to find Teolis when we're down there. I'm going to get the fireball out. It'll be great. So, okay. What else do we have at TPF? I mean, Uh, there'll be some good seminars. Um, Well, let's let's just go through the seminars since we have it up right here because that's basically all there is. I mean, besides what people having booths hey, around I'm all, there. So. I'm all for you reading lists out loud because chances ah. of you reading every word correct is very low. So let's go. All right. I'll <laughs> ignore your diss. Tom, I love you. Thank right. you. Thank 10 you. to 12, TPF Big Smoke. Joel, do you smoke cigars at all? I have. It's not a, it's not a common Do you want to have a thing. cigar at 1130? That's a, a thing? TPF? Like it's yes, a cigar. Big Smoke. Yeah. TPF I didn't know it was Big a thing. It's, let's all get together and smoke cigars. I'm telling you right now it's a thing. I, okay. Didn't you're know. like you're okay. like my mom when I tell her about something, and then she's like, "Oh, I've never heard of that." And then so I tell her again, she's like, "Yeah, I've never heard of that." I'm like, "I just told you. Of course, I you've heard of it." I am surprised now. that there is a scheduled group activity to go smoke cigars at TPF. That surprised me. You're surprised that a hobby dominated by males predominantly yeah. has a smoking section for cigars. A scheduled one, yeah. A maybe scheduled I'm, one. Okay. Yes. Okay. But hey, well, you I'm haven't learning. been to TPF before. Yeah. Now you yep, know. And Tom's, Tom's not going to be there. Damn yep. it, Tom. No. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyhow, fast forward to the next day. I'll just machine gun through these real Let's quick for us. And then if you guys have anything to say, just put your hands up to Big Papa and I'll stop. And you guys <laughs> oh, that's All right, right. So, okay. Go ahead. Tom, are you going to raise your hand? <laughs> no. Uh, you don't I'll, need to I'll, raise your hand. I'll, I'll be good. Okay. No, Tom's like the dwarfs, the hobbits at the end of of the third Lord of the Rings movie, where he bows to no one. So Tom never has to raise his hand. You know what? I told Tom earlier today that Salty Tom is my third favorite Tom, <laughs> and he was like, "What's your top two? Uh, <laughs> so I told him number so, two was Neil's dad. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. And Shit, Tom, what was number one? I don't know. Number, I have to look it up. <laughs> number four was Pinball Camp Tom because he lets me stay at his house underneath his pinball machines when I'm up there. It's more like Landlord Tom, but... Oh, yeah, I forgot the first one. Anyhow, okay, so it's just you guys... your favorite. It's fine. Yep. Yeah, he's just my favorite, just Tom. Yeah, yeah. So he's everybody's favorite. That's how it is. He carries a show, oh, clearly. So What a bunch of right. bullshit. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, let's. I'm ready for the machine gun of all the this events. Is, this yeah. is one of these episodes where we're supposed to be getting through TPF stuff. <laughs> And we just keep tripping over. No, each what's other. sad <laughs> is there's going to be people that download this because they see it's titled like TPF, uh, whatever I call it, and they're like, "Oh, great! I'll listen to that on the plane. I'll download it, and then they're going to be stuck in the middle and be no. like, I don't have anything else to listen they to.' They won't be. Well, I have a fix for this. At the very beginning, yep. you'll come on there, Joel, and you'll let them know when we actually start talking about TPF and nah. when we actually start talking oh, about. Oh, screw tournaments. that! It's not happening. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yep. See, listeners, I was here for you guys. Remember. Yeah, coming from the guy that doesn't do the editing. Yeah. yeah feel free to tell me this bad, listeners. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> Buckle up. Yeah. yeah. You got, yeah. <laughs> here we go. You're in for Machine a three-hour podcast. Already oh, great. <laughs> now we'll get hate mail about that, too. Yes. Re- Your read podcast us a list. is too long. It's too oh, short. I don't read. like the intro. I hate Joel. <laughs> I hate Travis. I love Tom. Why don't you guys do more each week? Okay. They, these are just everything we hear every day. Okay. Yeah, so we love 12 p.m. to yeah. 1 p.m. on March 26th on a Saturday, how to find buy and own your first pinball machine from Nick oh. Greenup. And that's Nick from Solid State Pinball out at Kansas City, Missouri. And yeah. he's a great guy. I've hung out at Solid State before and he's come and pick up a machine from me before so he knows his stuff so i think if you're into possibly buying a new pinball machine mm-hmm. that would be a good one to go to are machine I, guns I in oklahoma like single shot pistols <laughs> what because you are you, you said you're machine gunning this list and we are bam that's All a right, cannon sorry okay <laughs> let me go quicker then american pinball one to two where are they going to talk about i don't know All right, two know. to three q a <laughs> sylvester mccoy aka the seventh doctor who is that? I don't know. I'm in my mid-30s. I have no clue. All right. 2.30 to 4th. What? I don't. I what? really. So? I'm so confused. Like, that's a. There's a seminar of somebody that nobody knows who he is. Q&A? I just said, I don't know. I don't speak for oh, everybody. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, don't I don't even see yeah. this on the page. Yeah. You Sidebar, uh, American Pinball. Do either do of you we, think they're going to announce anything? Or are they just going to be talking about Legends of Ahala? Ooh, They need to announce something. Yeah. Okay. They. I mean... To me, like, so I was talking about this with somebody the other day. I wasn't even sure if Legends of Valhalla was on the line and coming out to a lot of people. Like, I've seen some out there, but I haven't seen much. So, yeah. And they, the way that they made it sound before that they sold out their first 300 very quick. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they're just not getting out because they can't get it manufactured. Or maybe somehow these 300 people, just nobody wants to show it off. Like, I've seen it trickled out, but... I haven't, there's none around here. So I'm actually am excited about playing that okay. down in Texas. Cause I think that there was one at free play Florida, right, Tom? I think. What? A legends of Valhalla. Was there legends one of Valhalla? Valhalla? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Valhalla. Yes. I don't know if it was there. I don't remember. See, it. Memorable. Yeah. Memorable th- is what I'm hearing. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah, old I Travis. <laughs> it had to have been there because Bowden was there too. The- the reality think. is, we would hope they would. This it. would be a great time I'd, to announce. I only a game. win the free play yeah. area once. This, this, oh, okay. this would be a really good time to announce a new game, though, right? I mean, would Stern a, is not doing anything. If oh, American absolutely. Pinball, yes. Yeah, if if they could announce a game and at the same time say, "Guess what? They're it's here. for sale. Yeah. It's here. Yeah. There it is." Oh my god! It would. It, yeah, it that would, it would be, be awesome. Boom but. moment! Get Levy in here. Boom. <laughs> You just Nailed had him it. on the mic. Nailed <laughs> yeah. it. All right. So I the the machine gun jammed. I jammed it, but keep going. Yeah. All right. Three to four is multimorphic weird owl, which yep. we've already talked about that, so we know what's coming with that. Four to five is inside connected pinball with Jack Danger, Scott Denisi, and Jay Adelson. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I 
Don't know Wait, what? what that is. Yeah. So it In- literally it says Insider Connected Pinball with Jack Danger, Scott Denisi, and Jay Adelson. Jay Adelson works with Scorbit. Well, they have the Scorbit picture up there is. too. So I yeah. guess they're talking about all of it, which is yeah. interesting because I thought George Gomez was the one that really spearheaded the whole insider connect thing. And it's just interesting that they're calling it insider connected, yeah. which is what Stern uses. So I get, I'm assuming that's just all they're, that they're talking about, right? Sure. Maybe because okay. they're all connected to pinball. We're all connected. We We're all, all connected. Love this. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not, but you guys. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, uh, so let's see what else. So if you're into restorations and rethemes, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. will be Pimp Your Pinball with Ken mm-hmm. Head and Jeff Miller. So there you go. If you want to pimp your pinball, Tom. Uh, autograph session with special guest. I don't know who's giving out autographs. Are not, they talking about people in pinball? Or are they talking about Doctor Who, number seven? Like... Tom, if you want to send me some of your autographed headshots, I'll pass them out. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah. That would be badass. And then, of course, <laughs> the one thing that I guess most people are excited about, I know Kaneda is probably very excited about this, the 2021 <laughs> Twippy Awards. Yeah. Right? Yep, yep, so, yep. You sound super excited, Joel. No, I, I'm I'm genuinely looking forward to that. That should be a good time. Are you I know going Fox, to that? Fox City. Why would I not go to that? Okay. So yeah, can you do us a favor, Joel? Yeah. Since would, Tom, well, Tom is nominated twice. Yeah. So he's obviously going to win at least once. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I think right. Neil will probably win the other one. Probably. And then oh, I, yeah. I know for sure player. I'm not going to take last again on YouTube, but I'm probably probably going to win this year. Okay. So can you please get all three of our trophies? Yes, I hundred okay, percent guarantee <laughs> that if you if either of you win, I will nope. happily walk on stage and accept your trophy and there, not make no a fool ifs. of you. There's I'm, no ifs. Win. I'm the tenth win. best. Win streamer hey a top 10 is still better than everybody else all right yeah yeah. right and then tom you guys uh uh district 82 were also nominated for location right that is correct yeah so there you go i'm uh uh, eric right he's the owner of district 82 yes yeah he'll be there i assume it's called a whopper Mm -mm. farm Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's all you do. Yeah, I like Tom's face when he says that. It's called yeah. a Whopper Farm. Yeah. All right. So that's Twippy. So is that? And then there's a Twippy's after party. I know, which I'm, which which will be great. They do. Yeah, I saw that announced that yeah. there's a there's a Twippy's after party. It'll be it'll be awesome. We'll Sponsored by uh, Marco Specialties Pinball Life and the Texas Pinball Fest. Oh, yeah. Did you say we're gonna Facetime it? I said we'll nope. Facetime Tom. He'll be at the party. It'll be great. Uh, I'll be oh, asleep. Okay. I know. I'll be in the tournament grinding, Joel. I ain't got no time for award shows. Hey, if you're not, if you just happen to not be in the tournament, come find me. We'll hang out. It'll be great. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. All right. So that is Saturday. Yeah. And that's it. Sunday. There's nothing else. (laughs) The tournament, I guess, the best in show award from 2.30. So Sunday's just hanging out. Sunday will be a good time. Sunday is literally a mad dash come the afternoon just to get your pins out of there. And it's okay. just total chaos. Yeah. No, I, I'm flying out Sunday evening. So it's Sunday will just be, you know, grab some breakfast, hang out with some people, and that'll be that. But See, when are you actually getting in? I fly TPF? in Friday morning. Oh, okay. See, I fly. Oh, I don't fly. I drive in Thursday morning. But I think, uh, yeah, I got to help set up a game and then just, I guess, hang out. Cool. Without Joel right. there, so yeah, I'll just have to hang out yeah, with my yeah. wife. Try, apparently, yeah, try you know, try to have a good time. But uh, <laughs> hey, Friday, Friday, I'll get well, there Friday. Josh from Loser Kid's going to be with me Thursday night, so yeah, there you go. Yeah, 
It's a party. Yeah. We might just replace you two. Yeah. yeah. No. No, we're going to start our own podcast, Joel. Yeah. Okay. We've already talked about All this. Right. Good luck. <laughs> You're supposed to fight for me, Joel. No, it's at this point, it's just a waste. Um, okay, so that's TPF. That's TPF everything but the tournament. Yes? Did we miss anything? Yeah, no? that, that's basically everything. So if, if somebody's listened to this and you've never been to TPF before, you, obviously you still don't have a clear picture of what the hell's going on based off this <laughs> podcast. But there will be plenty of games for free play or set on free play. Of course, it's not technically free because you're playing... Yeah paying the show to get in. But that being said, they usually have 400 plus games at the convention hall. There's a ton of vendors out there that you can buy just whatever it is you could think of pinball machines, parts to pins, posters, little trinkets. That'd be great. Uh, yeah. Beer. There's plenty of beer. Beer's awesome. Yeah. And there's usually food trucks out in the parking lot too, which is pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. There's a TPN booth. So I'll be, I don't know. I'm, my whole point is just to, hang out with people and have a good time. So all a good uh, opportunity you know. to punch Joel in the face, Halloween owners. Oh, wow. That would, thanks Tom. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. Let's just Joel's go ahead. Like crap. Let's just go ahead and put that out there. Why not? Yeah. No, find me. Come say, Don't Hey, don't do that. <laughs> we'll get kicked out yeah. of the show. Yeah. Tom, no. you've had way too much Pepsi. You're way too lit. Tom right is now. just stoked that he's going to not be there and just wait. Well, he's a um, dentist. Yeah. He doesn't have much sugar. Now he's down like two Pepsis. He's oh, just he he's flying wired. off the walls. I'm drunk on Pepsi. He reminds me of the cousin from Home Alone that's like, oh, no, is he going to wet the bed? You know, the guy that's drinking the Pepsi? Yeah. Anyways, Tom just, Tom just realized keep, who I'm talking about. Yeah. Tom, keep your Pepsi in, bro. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you see Travis, feel free to call, you know, refer to him as Big Papa. That's just what he's into. Um, Tom almost just spit out his Pepsi. Yeah, he's dying over there. Okay, this is a perfect time to do a Tom's Talks, is it not? No. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's it's pretty um, good time. It's pretty good time. Nah, we'll, we'll say that for the end. Everybody's favorite segment. That's true. Okay. But, but for real, though, if you see Joel or I, come up and say hi. Yes, like, please do. We, we, yeah, we enjoy talking to people. We enjoy meeting people. And mm -hmm. yeah, that's by far one of my favorite parts to these shows is getting to meet people and getting to hear about their experience with pinball and what they're into and what games they have and so on and so forth. What's funny is the Absolutely. few people that I've met that have that have done that, that have come up to me and said, hey, they're, you know, you talk to them and, and after talking to them for about 10 seconds, they have this smile on their face and they're like, it's weird because I feel like we've had a conversation before because I recognize your voice so much, but we've actually never talked. And I, I just think that's funny because that's exactly what I said the first time that I met Zach Minnie when I went down to pick up a game was I said that I was like, this is odd. I feel like we've had conversations for hours, but we've ever never actually met. So I, I just think it's a funny, you know, side thing from, uh, from podcasting or streaming, but no, I, thought you just, I thought you were just going to say it's odd because you met him above uh, or right by his above ground pool for the first <laughs> no, time. It would have been, it would have been odd if I walked, you know, went to pick up a game and he was like chilling in his hot tub, you know, and, and he it's was like, in the pool. <laughs> yeah. First time I met Zach, he was shirtless and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Once again, if you're on the plane, listen to this on the way down. I'm sorry. I hope this was everything you wanted it to be. But this is the moment. This is For all you tournament people, if you're not a tournament person, feel free to tune out. We'll see you at TPF. Thanks for listening. If you are, wow. That was 
incredibly Where loud. Where the hell and thank did you that, that come Tom. from? Where Tom's, did that come from? Tom's pushing my sound. Is that Tom? Yeah. Yes. Dear Tom's God, Tom, go get you another Pepsi. I like this, Tom. <laughs> You're quickly moving up the number one, yeah. buddy. Pepsi, drunk on Pepsi, Tom is, is now the <laughs> drunk new number one. Yeah. Pepsi, Tom. <laughs> drunk on Pepsi, Tom. All right. So we are going to get into uh, Triple Combo, everybody's favorite segment. Now, to, to give you, to tell you the truth, we're not breaking it down three ways. We're going to break down. We got a lot of games to get through, and we're only breaking them down one way. But this is easily the best jingle that we have. So here we go. Welcome to Triple Burger. How can I help you? Yeah, can I get the combo, please? Did you want the single, the double, or the triple? <laughs> I think I'll have the triple combo. Yeah. Are you done? Yep. Pull ahead, please. God, I love that. I love that one so much. So this is um, this is Travis's time to shine. Okay, so we got a list here of the games, and he's just gonna give. He's 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 uh, what is it? You're you're letting people see behind the curtain. You know, you're spilling the beans. You're giving them a taste of. Are you fro? Okay, he's just holding a pose. <laughs> I thought he was frozen for a second because of the Oklahoma hailstorm. No, that was that was impressive. No, oh, now he's dying. All right, so this will be. Uh, Wrong, wow. wrong, wrong button. <laughs> oh I was just goodness. trying to say, Tom's here also. He's ranked I'm higher t- than me. He knows his tournament pins as well. True. I'm saying I'm going to let you take the lead, and then, Tom, you can add some fluff there on the end, and I'm just here to keep it moving. Um, no, you will be here to also give us your point of view, too. Because oh. there might there might be somebody there mm-hmm. that it's their first tournament, You've never played a tournament before, so sure therefore haven't. this would be your first one as well. So I still value your opinion just as much, Joel. That's I what I'm trying to tell that. you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so let's dive in. So it looks like there are two tournaments, or the two that we're going to address are you have a Wizards tournament, and then you have a Classics tournament. So let's just dive into Wizards. And here we go. We're going to start. This is where this is listed somewhere. You can find this online. I don't know where, but it's online. So I know that's helpful. <laughs> Until, if you go to tiltforums.com. There we go. You'll that's see where it, it is. Yep. Exactly what I said. Yep. yep. So we'll start at the beginning. EMs, electromechanical machines. I know what that means. I got it. Well, Joel, we got we have to tell them the format first okay. before we All dive right. in. Hey, I this is ta- why you take I the lead. I taught them that. What, What'd EMs? You, they EM. Oh, okay. did you? Tom. No. Yeah, did you when really? you were gone, he's like, "What yeah. is this? What is this yeah, wizard like, thing?" Ims, <laughs> He's probably like, "What's Ali? What? What is that?" All yeah, right, so, Travis. Okay, so take it away. Are we going to talk about the wizards first or the classic first? Which you're one do you want to talk you about? You take the lead. I know you're not well, used to it, but it's well, yours. Which one did, which one did you announce? Well, I said wizards. Okay, yeah. so we're going with the main first. If you look okay. just directly to your right, there's a list of games in our notes section. Start at the top. That's how people normally read. Big <laughs> Papa. Yes, I see your hand is raised. All right. I'm going to move on now. Okay, so. <laughs> the Wizards Tournament, which is the main tournament. And yes, I'm pronouncing it tournament because I have no idea how people pronounce it tournament or whatever because that's just really weird. But tur, yeah, so. Tur. Tournament. Yeah. There you go, Dalton. Tournament. There you the go. Tournament. Got it. Okay. So. The first tournament is limited entry qualifying for this year. In order for it to be IFPA certified, you're going to get 25 plays across 15 pins spanning three different eras. So that's where you get your EMs, your solid states, your moderns. 
They'll take your best scores on 12 different pins with a minimum of three pins from each era. Does that make sense so far? I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Perfect. Top 24 players make finals, pop a style four player matches, three game finals with one game from each era. Got it. Cool. Okay. Yep. So which game are we starting on first, Joel? Once again, there's a list. Try the top. A- Aztec. There you Aztec. go, Tom. Thank you. I wish right. you could hold his hand more sometimes. Tom, have you ever played Aztec before? I have. You have? Okay. So Tom, what is your general strategy on Aztec? Do you Don't remember? Don't train. Got it. Next get, pin. Get the ball up top. Try to try to plunge that middle lane for the uh the lit spinner and go to town on that lit spinner. So uh basically spinner all day and when in doubt, go to the right and collect uh that that uh what do you call that that little horseshoe that goes into the aztec thing yeah that's basically you collect all the lit aztec letters i believe and i think it lights the double bonus too possibly because i know there's z and t targets at the bottom or something like that to where you got to hit those targets in order to light it that's i guess is that what it is okay so 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 do those things get a high bonus and you will be successful at that game so what I heard, kind of paying attention to what you're saying, is plunge the middle lane, rip spinner. Yeah, it's literally it. just plunge for A, rip spinner. The Z and T targets on the sides will light your double bonus sensor. And then the upper, I guess the upper target or whatever, that little horseshoe will award a double bonus is what nice. it is. Are, are right. we assuming that the uh, the posts are going to be removed on the sides for the out lanes? Or, how, I don't how, think Aztec has any post. Yeah, they're talking are, about the post at the top yeah. of the out lane. Yeah, uh, is they it going to be, be like I don't really know. evil or is it going to be playable? We'll just assume it's all <laughs> evil, right? Yeah. Okay. There, well, I would have to assume that because there is 160 players in the Wizards and, a, and 240 in Classic. So I assume everything's going to be set up fairly evil to keep things moving along. Okay. All right. good? Sounds okay. great. So, so, Buccaneer. All right. So Joel is taking over. All right. So <laughs> Buccaneer. <laughs> we got like, if we do like two or three minutes a pin, we still got a lot of time. Like that's, yeah, we got yeah. it. Here we go. We got Buccaneer. This. We got this. All right. So Buccaneer, Tom, have you played Buccaneer ever? I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. So basically all Buccaneer, what I like to do is just go straight up the middle through the spinner. The whole entire time, there's three pops at the top with five roll or I guess rollovers is what you want to call them or in lane rollovers up top and the ball has to feed over one of those anyways to get to the pop so every time i get on the flipper i just prefer just to go back up the middle through the spinner build up my bonus get some pop action and that's basically my entire meta for that you game. know i have played this game but it's called ships ahoy mm. ship ahoy excuse me isn't ships that, ahoy that's that's a <laughs> That's, that's a, a that's chip, a isn't it? Yes. Yeah. That's or a cookie. cookie. Yeah, it's, delicious. That's a chip, it's delicious. Delicious. Oh. I'm a fan already. Yep. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the, the ship ahoy, that's uh, the Adaball version. Okay. And then I have to assume on Buccaneer, most likely the one plunge would be the best one to plunge for, like the one lane up top. Yes. So I forget what that does, though, but usually, historically, on games like this, if you have. Something if you have five lanes up top, the middle is usually super important. 
Good. To, that's a that's a useful nugget. Didn't know it, that one. Yeah. It is. So it'll do something. I don't remember what it does, but so we're back to we'll the same out. the same thing as Aztec. R- try to plunge the middle lane and rip spinner. Yes, that's. I mean, that's got the it. way a lot of these old games will okay, be. Okay, got it. <laughs> Travis, do you think the in lanes are shatsable? On I'm Buccaneer, looking, yeah. Uh, for me, they've always been tough. Okay. So, because it, it I mean, says when lit for 5,000, I'm thinking, like, oh, that looks kind of juicy. Yeah. That, or even if you're paying attention, you could get 5,000 off a uh, outlane drain as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, for all the non tournament players that are listening, here you go. Shats means you wait super long for that ball on the flipper, like really, really late, and you flip, and it, the ball actually rolls up the in lane of the other flipper um it's pretty cool it's a pretty cool move it's very hard it's it's but. very scary because you almost have to let the ball drain to do it yeah and like as as it's draining off your flipper you flip it yeah it's really it's cool to watch the people streaming it yeah but yeah. uh fast draw fast draw is next all right so fast draw it's it's actually a unique layout to me it's kind of like a uh reverse jungle princess or jungle queen nearly because it still has your drop targets on the left and right hand side at nearly a 45 degree angle it's 30 degrees or whatever and then both of the end lanes are double end lanes so you have the double borg going on with your a b and b and c lanes and then you have two saucers that aren't all the way up top but they're actually right above the targets drop targets with three pop bumpers up top. So that gives you guys an idea if you don't know what it looks like. But ideally on this game, once again, you have ABC rollovers or top lanes up top. You want to go over, what do you think, Joel? Which one do you think you want to plunge B, for? Right in B. the middle. Yep. Plunge Killing for B. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There you go. So you want to do that. And then of course, A and C are just as important because I imagine on this, I have to assume that probably lights a double bonus on it, some type. But I know that the drop targets could be fairly dangerous. So typically on this game, I like to just go back up top. If I happen to hit a drop target, awesome. But you have to actually drop all 10 drop targets. So there's five on each side. You have to drop all 10 in order for the drop targets to pop back up and then be worth 5,000 per target. So your first ones, it's worth, I think, 1,000, which sounds like a lot, but it's just very dangerous to do on this type of pin so i don't know if i would advise it it's kind of go at your own risk on something like that and yeah. i usually typically oh, go ahead tom no i was gonna say yeah i totally agree with that so well, the whole point of this game You're is welcome. to plunge plunge up top in the middle and then when it, the ball comes out of the flipper you want to shoot it right back up top and just try to complete your lanes at the top over that, and over and over again that's going to be my strategy right. in general because what's going to happen is and some people will have a different strategy this isn't play it exactly like this this is just right. how i'm going to play it or how i would approach these games and when it comes to drop targets that are at that angle it just it, with these older games you have no ball save so it gets super dangerous doing something like that to where you have to be careful with what you're aiming for so ideally there's going to be a lot of times anyways you're going to be kind of plunging and swatting just to get back under control. So you're going to end up hitting some drop targets down anyways. Nice. And so I just find that on this particular game, it may, you might be better off just getting it back up top, hoping it lands in a saucer, get some pop bumper action. And then whatever happens down below happens basically. All right. Okay. So that was fast draw. So space mission, space mission. 
Tom, have you played Space Mission before? I have. It's been a while, but I have played it. So do you remember the basic meta to it? Uh, I got to look at the picture real quick. Sorry. Um, no, that's all right. I'm going to guess it involves plunging the middle lane. I know you that, would. I'm not would looking at a con- picture. You'd be kind of correct. Okay. Yeah, kind of correct. Yeah. Damn pictures in this thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that game. Yeah, Space Mission, that one. Yeah, yeah. Space yeah. Mission. All bonus. It, yeah, it's all bonus. So it's a little bit different game because you have the, uh, I guess you would call them saucer. I don't know if you'd call these saucer kickouts that are by the flippers down below. Yeah, or right kickbacks. in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really weird. Oh, so this partic- and then the sling slingshot kickers kind of thing, right? That yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. I don't even know what you'd call them because there's no in lane. There's just an out lane, and right. so you can basically try to cradle the ball and let it go in to this kicker that will score you either fifty or five hundred points, and it'll kick it back out to a roving target that's in the middle of the play field. So it can be a little bit dangerous. So it's kind of like go at your own risk on that. But you also have saucers on both the left and right hand side that you might hit too. But I know that there's a left spinner on this that can get lit for a thousand a spin. And we have to assume that that spinner will be very lit because we know Colin loves his lit spinners. So I think if something like that gets lit, obviously you're going for it. I forget exactly how you light that because I remember the last time I played it, it just kind of seemed like it would just randomly light up. So I don't recall that. I wish I did, but that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the whole game that I can remember. It's just send it back up top, build up your bonus, get control, be sure and nudge whenever it is getting into the kickers just to try to try to get the ball to avoid going to out lanes. And that's uh, basically the whole game. Just basically just keeping your feeds under control. All right. Nice. And then the last um, EM is Spanish Eyes. Spanish Eyes. Now, I know Tom knows this one. I've never played it. Bullshit, Tom. <laughs> you played this. Yeah. Yes. Take it away, Tom. What do okay. you? What's your trick? Uh. I like to get as many of the stars lit as possible. So the the stars are the one, two, three, four, five, six targets. And then uh, I like to pretty much go for the saucer then, but, uh, or go for the horseshoe. But a lot of times the horseshoe aims right at the drain or the pop bumper that's in the middle. And that is a very, very dangerous area. So if the ball goes in that area by that pump up pop bumper, you want to uh, give the game some nudges to uh, get it out of there. Let let the pop bumper help you. That's nice. correct. And so there's a couple other things to it too. Is so one, it's very important that you plunge over the rollover button because the rollover button, if you don't hit that, your three pops are going to only be worth ten points each. But if you hit that rollover button. It, the pops are going to be worth a hundred each. So if you get a lot of action there, that's really good. And then also down below, wherever the flippers are, there's no rail or anything underneath the flippers. So if you go underneath a flipper, it's going to drain out. So it's kind of huh. like, it's kind of, yeah, it, it's yeah. a weird layout. And then like Tom said, that horseshoe, I mean, some people like to aim for it. I personally go for it because it's worth 5,000 per hit, and it's the stars that build up your saucer value. So 
I mean, if I do hit a saucer, it's basically by accident, but I like to try to get it up top early on just because I want to try to get all five of my lanes up, up top. Because if you do, if extra balls are turned on, you're allowed to play it. If you can get your A through E lanes, you get an extra ball also. So the only, that's the only thing I like about the saucer is that it, it seems to always feed the right flipper nice. So right. that that's the reason, whereas the horseshoe, even though, I mean, it is worth a lot of points, it can be pretty dangerous. So, right. you know, it just, just depends on how the game's playing and everything. Cool. So that would be the, the EM section. Um, so theoretically, you're saying out of, you have 25 games to play, but like you don't have to play the ems right i mean you're gonna probably have to play them if you get into the top 24 but you have to play at least three okay all right yeah, so you have to have three from every single era at gotcha least. all right so we're gonna move into modern modern we're gonna start with creature from the black lagoon which i have played if you're wondering Ooh, well, yeah. Joel, what would you I, do on it? I, I have no idea. I, I, uh, I do <laughs> own that game. Ooh, okay, Tom. That's all you, man. How do you score the big points nah, in Creature? I, for, I forget. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Two strategies. The main one is usually just go up the middle all day long. <laughs> move your car. <laughs> move yeah. your car. Uh, the other is just uh, uh, basically light multi-ball and getting a multi-ball and try to try to score jackpot so either multi-ball or one shot over and over and over again yeah yeah but a lot of times in tournaments it's set up where that middle shot is made a lot harder to hit um so it might be a tighter shot depending on the setup so uh, i guess keep that in mind okay uh, yeah, but spelling film will will get your multi-ball ready, and then you just have to hit one of the uh, the scoops. Uh, what do you think, Travis? Uh, it just it depends how the game's set up. So one of the things, if you're plunging and you plunge all the way around, it will spot your kiss letters, mm -hmm. if you didn't realize that. So the what the kiss letters are, it's for the left saucer. So once you spell kiss, that's what will light your F in film, and your whole goal for this game is to light... F-I-L-M, in order to light your multi-ball on the left or right-hand side. And it won't give you all your kiss letters. It's actually a time shot. It, like, roves. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Good point. Yep. So you got to make sure you know the timing of that. Uh, the thing that I like to do to get points quick is, and this is kind of like a bell-out thing, is if you hit that right ramp four times, it'll light a 20 million hurry-up at the snack bar. So... If you know that you have three right ramp shots completed, consider doing a fourth one and know that you're about to one time it into the snack bar for a 20 million collect. So those are points that are there. Um, other than that, I actually, I do sometimes play the modes if I'm given the opportunity, if it happens to be there and I just end up getting there. So I think in four shots to the right ramp is the, the hurry up that we talked about. And then after that, I think eight does the video mode. And I think 12 is like super scoring or something like that for snack bar. I, I, I really don't remember too much about that. But I know at some point, though, for the uh, in the saucer, you get what the menu targets, which is worth five million apiece. Yep. And then you can do the playground award, which is I think it's like 
some random award that could be like unlim- unlimited millions to the left ramp for three million, I think, uh, or the jet jet bumpers are like, what is it? A million or 2 million per? I, I think it's a like mil- that? Million, a million per for like okay. 15 seconds, something like that. Yeah. And then you have big millions to the right ramp, which is your 5 million, 10 million, 15 million. You have 10 seconds to complete that. So you could, in theory, do something like that. But really the main meta is to get into multi-ball. You want to save the girl by shooting into one of the shots that are lit. And then eventually you'll find her, hopefully. But you can use that left ramp too to build up your multiplier to your jackpot total. I forget what it maxes out at because it's been a little while. But you can get it up there pretty big. So if you need to put up a halfway decent score, that might be something to consider there. Because you also can kind of stir the cup kind of leading back to the right flipper by yep. spelling out creatures. So that's another thing you can do too. And and this game has the uh, Trudeau gap usually. So uh, right. w- watch out for that. There All is right. that. Like Ghostbusters. Yep. Yep. Well, there's, there's another thing too, and I assume that they have this patched. If they don't, it would be hilarious. But there's a, there's a bug in it to where you can actually score. I think it's like, 9.99 billion hurry up so when you're in snack attack which is the four right ramps and then while it's running you start a multi-ball if you let one ball drain while it's still going instead of restarting right the the multi-ball which is what's supposed to happen instead there's actually a 9.99 billion hurry up that shows up at the snack bar so that's a cool little party trick but i'm sure that they'll have that patch yeah you would hope so, I would hope. Yeah. If not, I'm going to be number one with a 9.99 billion. <laughs> yeah. I'm going for it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was Creature. Uh, next one is Dialed In. Dialed In. Ooh. I, have, I haven't played Dialed In since uh, Indisc 2020. That's when I played it too. That's when Raymond picked it and he just destroyed all he of it. He loves that game. <laughs> yeah. He really nice of him. Yeah. Oh gosh. So it's been a long time since I've played this. I think if I remember right, usually I, what I like to do is I get my mode started, which yep. is at the charge the phone, hit the phone. Right. Yeah. And the, the mode that I really like is I think it's meteor or whatever. Cause that's the targets. So I like that one just yep. because I think it's easy to complete. I don't feel like it's super dangerous either because you can kind of go up the middle and just the way that the angles are, if you hit it off to the side, you're generally safe. But you can also go into multi-ball eventually and play that mode, and it kind of works itself out. But the other thing to do is just keep welling away at the Big Bang target, which is towards the middle to the left above the scoop. And eventually that will light something to where once Big Bang is lit, you can hit that and complete your entire mode that you're in. Plus, it lights your SIM card, which is very, very important. If you can get a SIM card at that scoop on ball one, you're going to be... it setting pretty because it basically multiplies or gives a, a multiplier to other modes that you do throughout the game for the rest of the game. Yeah, nice. And that, that SIM card is usually hit with the upper flipper and it's usually a, a hard shot. It, right. The scoop is kind of behind the left ramp, the main ramp in the game. And uh, it's not, not the easiest scoop to hit in the world. No, it is not. And I wish that I could give more info on this, but it's just been so long since I've played it. Cause I think that there's a way that you can cancel out your, your multi-ball too with the flippers. And it's not really shown too well, 
But once you lock your first ball and you begin to start multi-ball, you can cancel it out real quick and bring in another ball after you start another mode. So oh, yeah, I, you I, just, for, you, I think you put your ball in the scoop and then you just kind of hit both of the flippers. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, if I'm remembering right. But yeah, I think either way, right. I, get, I guess we'll find out here pretty soon. Nice. Yeah. All right, this next one, it's all you, Tom. Rush Premium. Oh. The greatest game ever made. Yeah. How do you score all the points in Rush Premium? Or how? Uh, what's your tournament strat? So my tournament strat is to try to get Far Cry multi-ball ready and then start a mode. And ideally, you want to either bring the big money in or Working Man because those I've found have been worth the most points. So Working so, Man is orange records. Yep. Big money is pink records. Correct. Got it. Orange and, and pink. And the, yep. both those modes are basically, uh, most of the shots, I believe, are lit. And you, you want to keep hitting them and then uh, hit the time machine and stuff. To Especially big money. You want to hit as many shots as you can, kind of multiplies the, the values, and then uh, hit the time machine. So is Far Cry, is that where you have to hit the two stand-up targets on the right ramp yep. in order is, to light at the scoops, yep. right? That okay. is correct. Now, it sounds like the code might be changing a bit uh, from what I heard. So a lot of the multi-balls are going to, might be changed from like three ball multi-balls to two ball multi-balls. So that, that might oh. be... That might be something uh, that's that's going to change in the code for that's going to be released soon from what I now, heard. Are you because we've talked about this before to start a mode, you have to hit two records, but every record that you hit beyond that before you start the mode, the mode is in worth more. So is that something that you are actively trying to build before you start or you're just in a tournament setting, are you just going to get in and? Yeah, I guess it. I guess it depends. I mean, it would be nice to increase the value of the modes if you can, but you know, if the game's set up really hard, I I might just take the mode. Yeah, get and in then, and get some points. And then you also have your your time machine multi balls, which you have to repeatedly hit the time machine to to start, which can be important. And you also have your drop targets, will increase instruments and bonuses and. Uh, you know, if you do the walking dead kind of thing where you, you light all the lights on those instruments, you can start free will multi-ball. So it can, there's a lot of options to keep the ball going. Nice. So, yeah. Keep the ball alive. All right. So any other, uh, Travis, did you have any other, uh, anything else to say on rush? No, that's perfect. I'm actually not too familiar with Ooh. the general tournament strategy. So i just been doing drum bonus the whole time and getting billions off that, but I know that's been... Just They're nerfing nu- it, yeah. Yep, it's nuke to oblivion, so yeah. that meta's gone. Just whatever Ra- whatever you see Raymond or Timmy doing, do that. They know it best. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. That's true. Uh, that's fair. Another game, uh, Stranger Things Premium. So... Joel, what would you do on this game? If you had to get a lot of points, what would you do? Uh, I don't, I, I actually don't know because unfortunately when I borrowed the game, I love the game, but when I borrowed it from Zach, that was before they added the ability to like save a ball, you know, you oh, could like okay. release the ball. It was yep. before tickets. So they did a lot of code changes before it was out of my, yeah, I don't even know how hands. that works. 
Yeah, I've never played. Well, I take that back. I've played the premium three times without realizing I played the premium until the middle of the game because I just so the don't pro- pay attention. The projector, the projector isn't completely <laughs> obvious. For me, the projector <laughs> did nothing. Like I didn't notice it at all. What? I know Joel. Yeah. Wow. I know yeah. for Joel, it was like the best thing ever. But for me, like I just I never the, the premium- I didn't realize it. The Stranger Things Premium is like one of the biggest visual differences between a pro and premium, and somehow <laughs> Travis is oblivious to it. Oh wow, hey, there's video on the playfield. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I need to look at the the pretty video uh, instead of the ball. Don't yeah. all Apologies. don't all machines have that? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't well, know. I don't know the the. Go ahead, Travis. Well, Teach no. Us. It, well, the exact thing that I like to do. So there's two different things that you can do. Mm-hmm. If if there's a ball save, a lot of people like the short plunge because it does not validate the play field. And then from there, they'll take pot shots at the left ramp because it has two targets, stand-up targets right there that will light your locks at that same left ramp. But the other thing that you could do that I personally prefer doing is just getting the ball to a flipper and then immediately going for drop targets or even just plunging it into the drop targets. And the yeah. reason being is because I want to get to my first Demogorgon ASAP. Yep. Because once I start that, I can hit the Teolus button and uh-huh. immediately finish the mode. Yeah, yeah that was, that was added mode. after I had it. But yeah, right. easy and points. Then, right. It, well, it's easy points and then it sets you up for some good value the second time you go through that. Which so, is a multi-ball. Which is a two-ball multi-ball, yes. Which I highly advise you do not start your second Demogorgon until you have a mode going. Because you cannot start a mode while that's running and you'll lose out a lot of value that way. So this keep guy that in knows mind. what he's talking about. Hell yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I love well, that. I think Travis prepared for this and I'm glad you did, or this conversation would be a lot weirder. <laughs> well, yeah. So, but the other thing you can do on this game is basically, so a lot of people don't understand really how the, what is the upside down modes really start. So it, it's based off switch hits. And the switch hits are essentially unknown because it doesn't show you on the LCD screen. But if you're wanting to get into that, what I like to do is just go to the right orbit because it immediately feeds into the pops. It'll just keep hitting the pops over and over again. And that's a good way to get some value out of it as well. But for me personally, the first upside down isn't really worth going for in terms of once you start it, just because it lights your drop targets, which at that point are very dangerous to hit for the points. I just prefer playing out my mode. But what happens is if you start the upside down while you're in a mode, the upside down lights and everything will supersede what's going on with your mode. So you need to know where you're at, what you're aiming for. Does that make sense? So you want to do that. But the second upside down is worth pretty good points because then it lights your orbits and your ramp. So that's worth going for and worth stacking onto a mode or something like that. All right. So And then the other thing you could do is hit the little right horseshoe type thing that just it's on the right hand side of of the drop targets the burn it back and it'll just bring it back around to your left flipper and eventually that'll light your 2x scoring at the left saucer right there so that's something you can do if you do happen to hit the left saucer and you're in single ball just be ready to control it be ready to nudge be ready to get it back on a flipper because it is kind of a weird kick out it doesn't really send it sends it into no man's land yeah basically it's pretty dangerous at times so yep cool that's what I like to do. I mean, I don't want to bore everybody with what modes to pick and anything like that. Just hit your shots. There you go. Yep. Um, last modern game, Twilight Zone. Tom, you own a Twilight Zone, don't you? Yes. 
how would you play it? Very carefully. Uh, got him. All right, so that was Twilight yeah, Zone. Uh, let's move on to uh, Solid State. <laughs> now, uh, I'd probably uh, try to get into multi ball as quickly as possible while starting some modes, just like any other game, I guess. But power ball is very important. Uh, you get that power ball. Don't play with your food. Just put it right back into the gumball machine and start your multi ball. Um, you know, you got your piano shot, uh, upper right scoop. That's how you start your modes. Uh, ramp, left ramp, I believe, relights them. And then, uh, yeah, so left left ramp, right ramp up top, uh, lights your locks. Uh, right, right to the right ramp is a little kind of horseshoe shot that you shoot lock your balls, start multi-ball on the left ramp, and, uh, yeah, just go to town. Have cool. fun. Have fun with it. There you go. So well, the thing that I like doing on the game is I never short plunge for a skill shot, just because if you do that, the ball's going to be sent into the pops. Yes. And that left out lane is super dangerous, so I would personally advise just a full plunge, because if you full plunge, it's coming back out of your little scoop area to the right flipper, and from there you're basically going to have to watch it and decide whether or not you're going to dead bounce or try to try to live catch it. A lot of people try different ways. I prefer dead bouncing if possible. So that's how I like starting it out. And from there, like Tom said, I'll hit ramp. So that way I can light my lock. I'll try to get in the multiball as fast as possible. And I know that there's a way to, to build up the jackpot also. I think it's, um, if you lock two, okay. I remember this. If you lock, lock two balls, Right. Yep. You got a lot. Before lock. starting it. Yep. Yeah. So if you do that, your your uh, jackpots are worth fifty or worth forty million. Forty million. Yep. million. Right. Yep. Yep. So that's important. Yeah. So instead of you can just lock one ball and then go right to the left ramp to start the multi ball, but uh, it, if you can lock two, like you just said, it'll yeah the points uh, forty forty million for the jackpots. Right. And so that'll kind of just pile up. So once you hit a jackpot, then you got to relight it at the camera, which is underneath the mini flipper up top or whichever flipper that is on the left-hand side. So you go from right upper flipper below the left upper flipper. That'll be your camera shot. And that'll relight your jackpots while you're in multiball. Yeah. The first, the first thing I always look for is where's the power ball. And if I don't see it, I either, I either assume it's, it's coming out uh, it's going to be released when you, uh, hit, hit the gumball machine when it's lit to, uh, get the power ball or, uh, it's in the trough. So kind of got to be mindful where that is. Cause that multi-ball can be worth a lot of points unless well, they could. No, go ahead. No, I think you were going to say, it. isn't there a way that they can change that around to where it's like every other ball or something like that. Yeah, I think is a power ball. I think sometimes they take out a ball if I'm it, if memory serves me right. I think that's what it is. It's been a long time yeah. since I played Twilight Zone. But, but I, I, I normally like keep that. mine factory, so you like your power balls, don't you, Tom? Mm, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Twilight Zone. Um, cool. So that was modern. So now we're getting into solid state and I do, I will 
preface here, there are two games that are in the solid state section <laughs> that I think are funny, but uh, one being Beatles. Who would have thought that Beatles is considered a solid state game? It is in Texas, Joel. It is if you ignore the <laughs> LCD screen, right? Yeah. So I know both of you guys played a Beatles at Free Play Florida. You loved it and you both bought one. So, uh, and it's still kicking me in the balls ever since. There you go. Travis, uh, take it away, man. What's, what's All the right, goal? So of Beatles? I got a couple of different strategies that I like to do, but if there's no ball save, I like to choose spinners first and just start ripping the left spinner, build up my levels as quick as possible on any Beatles. Pretty much after five or six different rips, you'll be at level five. So that's what I like to do. And then, Whatever the second mode is, I'll take whatever it is on ball one. But if I have the choice, I'll go ahead and usually do the pop bumpers. I know some people like to go loops. I've seen that done before, but my preference is just pop bumpers. Now, if you have a ball save, drop targets is actually a pretty good mode to bring in. Just because you can usually, typically, you can get through at least three levels with the ball save still on. And so that's some decent points right there. And you have the protection of the ball save. And then, of course, once you get to ball three, just always pick the far left mode. I can't, for whatever reason, I'm drawing a complete blank which mode it is, but it's your one that's the two ball. Two ball multi ball. Yeah. yeah, all my loving. That's what it's called. Yeah, you do the two ball multi ball. And what I like to do on that, once I do pick that, I will short plunge. I will do my best not to validate too much because if I can get onto a right flipper, you can actually rip the left spinner and get your first jackpot ready to go really really quick before that second ball even kicks out so that's kind of like a little tip there for everybody and then the other thing you want to do too is hit the question marks because it'll light your mystery the question mark stand-up targets that are around the play field because it'll light your mystery to the left right below your fab targets those three drop targets right there and that will be your add a ball when you're in all my loving nice and that's pretty much the the meta just short and sweet that i like to do all right uh, next you, game. Oh. I, 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 I like to go for loops and spinners or, or pops, depending on if I can hit the loop shot or not, but, True. uh, yeah, pretty, pretty much same strat. Yeah. Some people actually loop out as often as they can, because in comp, and it, it might be like this on default, but the first time you spell Beatlemania by just looping over and over again, it'll light two X spinners. So your spinners will be a worth a lot more. And then the other thing that we didn't go over, the fab four targets that are there. So there's fab on the left, four in the middle. So it's just like Sea Witch, basically. You have to hit, the, after you finish a mode, you have to hit all those targets down in order to light your next mode up top on that magnet. The other thing, though, with that, there's a nuance to this, that if you drop down your fab targets or any of those targets, it lights a target behind it, or that target's already lit, that's your jackpot that song to where you collect a certain amount of value of the song that you just played or you could even keep that value and basically play with house money and try to get another mode done and then double the value i think is what it is what happens so that's uh it's kind of like the risk reward right there of beatles that makes it so much fun very is cool. that what you would do, Joel? You would just I uh, yep. You just keep I would doing do that? all that exactly. You know, I was about to say it. And it's like, oh nope, he knows exactly what I was gonna do. Yeah. You just keep getting your super <laughs> jackpot just mm. way up. Okay. Just cashing in, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh next game. I this is a game I didn't even know was a game. Uh Bounty Hunter. 
I'm, I'm looking at the picture of it. It, it kind of looks like Ali at the top. So you yeah. haven't played it, Tom? I, I have never played one, no. Okay. I, I think I've played one once, and I still forget exactly what to do. I remember it has a U-turn in the upper left-hand side, yep. and basically the only way to access the left-hand side is through the upper flipper on the right-hand side. And I know that you that you turn is actually super important because I think it goes back and forth which way you can go hmm. in terms of getting points or setting up something. Because I know that there's a drop target in the lower left-hand side that pops up, like a fast draw type drop target from Cactus Canyon. It's worth 50,000 points, I think. Okay. But And then the way that you feed the right flipper is basically hitting a saucer that gives you bullets or something like that. And then it feeds it back to the upper flipper. But other than that, I wish I could say I know more about it, but I know next to nothing. I tried to learn it about five minutes before the podcast, and uh, yeah, I kind of forgot everything the past 90 minutes. <laughs> so just watch the person in front of you and see what they do. That's what I'm hearing? Yeah, I, it's, yeah, basically. I mean, I know, of course, you want to plunge for, I guess, a middle lane up top. I would assume that just by looking at it and... They have drops in there, or not drops, they have stand-up targets in there too, but I'm not quite sure what they do exactly. I don't know if it's for bonus, I don't know if it's just to build up the, the quick draw guy coming out. I don't know if it's to build up some type of collect. So that's unknown. Bounty Hunter's the one game that I have no clue what's going so, on. So basically the, the, what we're saying here is uh, good luck. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good yeah. luck with Bounty right. Hunter, yeah. everybody. You guys yeah. got this. Perfect. All right. Flash Gordon. Josh. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Josh. Joel, was, Joel do you not know what that's from? I do not. It's from, but I it's from Flash it. Gordon. That's what it's from. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Sign me up for more of that. All right. So, what's the trick? What are we doing? Travis, you want me to take this? Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. And I'll just fill in the gaps. Okay. There's no gaps. Tom's going to crush it. Here we go. That's true. I'm going to crush it. Okay. So, (laughs) so (laughs) stop laughing at me. So, uh, Flash Gordon, a couple strats. Uh, One is to increase your bonus multiplier. And you want to do that by first hitting the inline targets on the right hand side down. Uh, till you get the 3x lit. Then you want to go up top, hit the drop target bank down on the upper play field for 4x, and then finally uh, the lower drop targets for 5x. But you have to do that in in sequence. So um, if you only hit uh, one drop target in line, you got to start all over again kind of thing until you light the multiplier. So uh, that's one strat. Uh, another strat is to increase um, your spinner values, and you do that by hitting the lower left uh, four bank drop targets down. Uh, the first time will light the left spinner, and the second time will light the right spinner. And then nice. you, wa- you want to take the rest, Travis? You're doing really good. I agree with everything you're saying. Oh, thank you. Uh, on the you're lo- welcome. Oh, thanks. I, this God. this is a first. Uh, um, you're welcome once again. Why do we even have Joel but, on this podcast? That's a great question. I don't. You know, sometimes I wonder myself. But Tom, you got it. 
Okay, so you got your. You also have your multipliers for your bo- or excuse me, your playfield multipliers. Uh, on the lower playfield, you light that by hitting all basically all the targets down. Well, I shouldn't. Uh, you hit the two targets on the right. You hit your left bank on the left, duh. Uh, but you have to light all the inserts. So the inserts will kind of kind of flash and as you hit you got to hit the target while it's lit uh and then you also have to do your in lanes so if you get all those lit uh it'll light i believe the 2x at the scoop and then uh you also have to do the one two three at the top and um to light your 3x play field multiplier does that sound right travis yeah, that's pretty good. And then the other thing to consider too is right above the upper mini flipper that's on the upper play field, there's going to be a drop target there too. So if you knock down that yes. drop target, you can go back up there again, back into the shooter lane for your super bonus. Correct. Also, which is basically collecting your bonus. And the bonus stays there too right. for you at the end of the ball. So that's pretty powerful as well. And I would highly recommend if you're plunging, don't full plunge because you want to try to have it somewhat under control to try to use the upper flipper to hit into the three drop targets up top because that advances your bonus and will eventually, I think, isn't that what lights the saucer too for a play field multiplier eventually? Yes. I forget. Yeah, okay. the, to- the top targets, yep. Drop okay. Targets. Uh, and that's basically the whole thing pretty much. Yep. And the cool thing about the saucer is it has a two-way kicker in it. So the first time it falls in the saucer, it's going to launch it back uh, on the lower play field. And then the second time, it'll it'll go to the upper play field. So it kind of flip-flops, which I think is really cool. Nice. All right. Um, now I'm pumped about this game. You know, it's a, Come on, it's Joel, a solid this is all state you, that everybody <laughs> loves. We're going to be, qu- uh, I'm muting my mic. I'm TNA. muting too. Go for it, Joel. I, that's not fair to everybody listening. Uh, TNA, if I, yeah, 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 yeah. Travis, he can't hear us now. Jeez, I'll Pete. All right. Tra- this is, uh, all, okay. All I know is with TNA is TNA, your playfield multiplier is based off of the number of balls you have in play. So you, anything you want to do, you want to do it in multi-ball. If you want to score big points, you want to, so if you're going for a reactor, you want to make sure you're in multi-ball when you destroy it, it's, three times the value. Uh, you can also increase the value of your reactor by completing the one, two, three targets in the upper section. If you complete those before you destroy the reactor, you get more points. And then another crazy strat, which I am terrible at, is when you're in multi-ball, if you drop the three inline drops again, you can get a fourth ball in play, and now now your whole play field's four times. Um, and so that is how you can score some stupid big points um, if you can accomplish that. But that is not particularly easy to do. So that's what I know is are ways you can score points. But I'll tell you right now, when I play TNA, I don't focus on points. I'm just trying to get through the game. I got a thumbs up from, from Tom. Is that what I miss? Do I got gaps like, there, Travis? No, you just, you did great. Tom, do you have something on your soundboard with hand claps? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh boy, thank you, you. You literally just described pretty much how, like, what to do on the game. Like, I mean, because TNA is so straightforward, basically, on what to do. I mean, the only 
The only thing is, is that if you are playing it in a tournament, yep. that whenever you destroy a reactor, like I like to use my multi-ball too to get the reactor ready to go to hit those tank targets or the stand-up targets up front. The keypad, and, yep. Right. And then I also like whenever I do destroy a reactor, you have what is it like an eight second ball save or something like that? It's less than that. The lights but it's, you my, get a ball save and then you go for the keypad right, again. Yeah. Right. That's exactly like that's the whole entire meta. I mean, Joel said it. So I mean that's that's it. That's perfect. Yeah. And you then sure, you do you well, think you they'll got, have a ball save on? Uh they like probably plunging? will on TNA. Yeah. During multiball they will. Plunging, I think they will for TNA. Because okay. TNA is a little bit more difficult game to control. But I would I would say, you know, you got to make a decision whether or not you're going to short plunge to your right flipper and then backhand the inline targets in order to start locking your multiballs. Or, you know, I've seen some people play with their food and actually go into the core up top and try yeah. to do something like that. And then I've seen some that are just completely psychotic and just power plunge all the way around and just one time it, which I've seen people swear well, by that. I can't do it, but I know you, there's a lot of people yes, that do it. I forgot about successful. that. Yeah. So skill shots, one, if you, if you plunge, so if you set your lane and you plunge into that lane without flipping around, or I think you, yeah, without flipping yeah, hands, around, hands-free skill shot, it'll yep. automatically um, light your keypad and then the ball's going to drain into the scoop. So you just started the reactor. So that's super mm -hmm. valuable. There's another skill shot where I think if you move the lane at the top, uh, it'll light your outlane ball save, uh, which you can move. So that's useful. Or if you want to try it, if you don't touch the flippers at all, plunge all the way around, let the ball hit the left flipper, bounce over to the right flipper, and then if you backhand with the right flipper and you lock a ball, it's like 150,000 points. I mean, it's it's really good points, but it is not easy to do. Um, so yeah, if you want to if you want to risk it, go for that. Hey guys, TNA is a good game. TNA is a great game. All right. See, why do you not play tournaments, Joel? You just described a game perfectly. You told us exactly what we needed to do. Yeah, I don't know. It's in it's every every one of my home tournaments, and I I, I don't do well. So <laughs> no, that's good. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, last game. So last game in the Wizards tournaments is Whirlwind, and I'm assuming it's the 1.0. 2.0 has been announced, but I doubt they're going to have 2.0 on the game. <laughs> They so better Whirlwind. not have 2.0. Yeah. They better not. Yeah. All right, Tom, what do you like to do on this? Well, do you, I was going to just ask you a question, Travis. Do you like going for the skill shot on the drop targets, or do you avoid that and try not to hit it? Or whirlwind? Yeah. Can't talk right now. Um, I yep. prefer short plunging. Okay. I just like to get a ball and a flipper. Yeah, I I tend to go for the drop targets, but that, that can be dangerous because if it goes down the middle on you or something, uh, you get some points, but you're, obviously your ball's over. So, um, well, Isn't there some sort of like, I don't know if it's a super skill shot or whatever, but can't you do some type of sweep on it from your flipper if you haven't validated? Yes. I forget. Yeah, so you could short plunge and, and basically sweep the targets, and I believe it's worth... Is it 600? I believe so. Because I know the targets range from what? 100, 100 to 200 to 300. 300. So I think okay. you get the full value. Yeah. If you sweep it. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, then you got uh, you got your your scoop on the right, which is um, gives you your door 
door values, your your on the speaker panel there's um the the rewards basically. Uh one of them's a quick multi-ball, one of them's a, a light million, light your pop bumpers, that sort of thing. Uh but uh you can relight that by either going down the right in lane or hitting the side ramp up top with the uh the upper flipper. Um but uh, main strategies are on the game are either go for those awards or um, hit the basically the lit shots to uh, award your locks and you lock the ball up on the ramp on the right hand side and uh, try to get in a multi ball. Yep, was, that uh, pretty much sums it up. Yeah, because you have the what is it eight compass shots. Yes. that are around the play field, and then you get those done. I think it's like the north, northwest, northeast, southwest, southeast, I think is what it is. So yep. you hit down those, and when I say you hit down those. They're stand-up targets. So you hit those, it'll light your lock, go into that. And then if you happen to not get a jackpot, your far left scoop will relight your multiball or restart your multiball. So you've only got so much time to do something like that. Right. Now, important question, um, mm-hmm. and I, I bet Zach Mini wants wants this asked. But there's a there's a really good topper on the top of Whirlwind. Do they typically keep the fan enabled during tournament play, or do they still yeah. have to turn that off? They do at District A too. I know that. Yeah, nice. I've 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 played it at different tournaments, and it's always been on. So it's toppers, a... we should just add toppers to all tournament games. <laughs> That's what I'm of course, there you go. Yes, that just yeah. blow wind yeah. right yeah. in your face. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It should blow sand. <laughs> what, blow like, tells from the Arabian night? Or <laughs> yeah, <what>? yeah. Just, <laughs> just blow uh, sand at you. Blow sand in your sand, eyes yeah. on, on the play field glass. That'd be great. Well, there you go. See, now we just gave Spooky a great idea. There. You know, whenever, oh, whenever you start hitting shots, Jay, let the Jay Brand, if you're listening, that would be a great for the uh, Pinball Olympics. Blow sand. <laughs> nice. Just blowing sand at you. <laughs> Awesome. Well, yeah. So that was all 15 games uh, for the Wizards tournament. So at this point, if anybody's still listening, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy it, feel free to email us at tripledrain at gmail.com and say, hey, that was super helpful. Thank you. Or say, please don't ever do that again. Speaking of which, there's more. There's <laughs> We have more games. So this there is also a classics section. There's also a classics uh, tournament uh, that's going on on the side. So there's only eight games here. So maybe we can blow through these pretty quick. Uh, you think what we can keep it under is, two hours? Let's. What yeah. is Grand Tour? Yeah. Grand, yeah. No, actually, I want Travis. Can you tell us what the the first EM game is? Grand Tour. Tour. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Winning. Winning. Grand Tour. Yes. Tour. Okay. So classics is actually going to be. Yeah, Grand Tour. Tour. Grand it's going to be super tough this year. So if you're flying to TPF, you're driving, you're listening to this, you're playing classics, good luck because it's 240 players <laughs> with only eight plays. This is literally going to be a ratings killer for a lot of players out there. You only get eight plays. That's it. 240 people. People, Pe- people care about their ratings? I, well, somebody might. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I Yeah. But if you care about your rating, you better make sure you qualify. Because if you don't, rating's going to go 
That, that was me whistling. He's pointing down, Thank, guys. Thank yeah. you. There you go. It's, it's really you. easy to hear I on tried a podcast. whistling, Joel, and I couldn't whistle. My mouth is dry because I'm all out of uh, green tea. Mm. No, Joel, Joel, yep. there's 240 people in this tournament, and there's still like 30 people on the wait list. Even their main. That's insane. Yeah, people even their pumped. main. Even their main has 160 people with 123 on the wait list. What in the world? That's a lot of people. <laughs> So, anyways, Grand Tour? Is that what we're... Uh, no, you say you, you do you, man. Grand Tour. Is that, Gra- is that what we want to do? Okay, so yeah, Grand, Grand, Tour. Grand Tour is... Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's an old game that is mini flippers. So, basically, all you want to do is try to plunge in the middle. And then from there, you have your four mushrooms that are basically right in front of you. you got two directly in front of you and one on each side on your right and the left. And basically, I think they have they might have yellow lights in front of them. That's what the play field says. So you knock down three of those. It opens up your tour gate, which is pretty awesome. Tour. And no, <laughs> tour. I'm going with it. You told me to go with your it. Your tour gate. Yep. Open your tour that gate. tour gate. And then all four <laughs> will open the free ball gate on the right hand side, which basically means the ball just feeds back to the uh to the shooter lane, is what it does. So what I'm confused on, because I haven't seen this game played before. There is a gate on that right-hand side on that right orbit. So it's saying that the three yellow lights open it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, the way that it looks with the geometry of this, it just means that you can actually shoot into it and then it goes back up into the shooter lane. That's what it appears. So this game, I don't know why anybody would try to play a mini flipper game with only eight plays to go. You're kind of... I don't know. It's like a strategy thing because how many maybe, scores do you submit? Does, does that cho- only you only get eight? So it's your top. It's your top four, I think. Yeah, your okay. best four scores on, okay. with eight plays. Yep. So you you can light the free ball gate, but but does the tour gate go back to the shooter lane as well? Yeah, it, okay. that's what it appears. It does. Yeah, yeah. it does. Okay. And I think it might be worth a hundred points if you shoot it. Yeah, up that's there what it looks into like. that. Okay. So nice. Yep. Interesting. All right, uh, I'm just curious at this point. So, so Travis, can you go ahead and try uh, try pronouncing the next game too? Mulan Rouge. That, is, it, is that right? I think so. Get you, get you, yeah, yeah. Is it Mu? It's is it? I would assume it's Mulan Rouge, but I'm seeing Mulin <laughs> Rouge. I don't know. Whatever. I'm trying to make fun of you. Oh, and it here does I say am. Mulin. It's Mulin, but I don't. It's not Mulan. Mu, I mean, Mulin. Typically, I pronounce an I. Okay. In, not well, on. Well, that, that game, whatever that is, it's going to be there. <laughs> Moulin, no, okay, Moulin Rouge, like the movie that I've always pronounced, Moulin Rouge, whatever. We're probably it's all Moulin. saying it wrong. Everybody's it's thinking Moulin we're Rouge. idiots. Yeah, you're having like a Mandela no, effect moment cares. right now. <laughs> 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 Get to the gameplay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need yeah. the strats. Uh, what this are looks, the strats? This also looks very interesting. <laughs> so this this game again is a mini flipper game. Joel, are you checking your phone to see what this game looks like? No, I'm actually looking at how to say Moulin or Moulin Rouge. But oh, great. You do, you. Here we go. You keep going. Here we go. Okay, so basically it's one of those things again where you want to plunge the top lane. That's very, very important. Plunge that. Uh, again, mini flippers. So you're basically just swatting away, hoping for the best there is no in lanes either. So there's actually two pairs or yeah, there is, that would be right. There's two pairs of out lanes. So you got to be aware of that. Um, I mean, pretty much of course it has a little rollovers that are worth what 
probably 10 points each. They're in the middle of the play field. And it has, I think, three saucers yeah. in the middle, too. And it looks like so, the metal one could be lit for 200, 300, or 400 points. Right. Correct. But I have no idea how to do that. No I w- idea. I, 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 I wonder, imagine just hitting stuff. I think I it's, I, I'm going to imagine it's the targets up top, like lighting those targets will advance the value. That sounds about right. But, but I don't know. I, I think that's probably going to be correct. Again, okay. this is going to be a game that I haven't paid much attention to because I'm just not going to mess with the mini flippers and qualifying. So do you, you all. don't, you're not for, you don't have to submit an EM score. Like you can ignore one? the, yeah, you can ignore no, both no, these games. Yeah, no, you got, yeah, they're basically all considered the same. So got it. you, you basically, you get eight total plays, but only four count. So my strategy is just going to be picking the four pins I want to play and I'm going to play them both twice. Oh, that's okay. what I'm going to do. All right. Uh, great. So basically what we're saying is nobody play those pins. Got it. So ignore Grand Tour <laughs> and ignore. But is there a well, chance though? Well, when wait, you wait, wait, make wait. It, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say if nobody if make, plays yeah. it, you, wouldn't you be number one in the uh, qualifying? Right, for right. It? Ah. So, so there is going to be a strategy to this. It's like you know, if you feel comfortable in the mini flippers, like go right on ahead, plunge and swat, go for it, see what happens. Because I imagine that the cues aren't going to be near as long for those, those compared to the others. Those could be rescue nine one one games. <laughs> Joel's like, I don't know what? if I could. <laughs> no, I remember, that. I remember you said Rescue 911 was like, that was the, yeah, you you were the the odd guy out that. That was yeah, the meta. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. So what do we, those were two. So now we're on to Ali. Isn't, Ali. who is it? Isn't it Jeff? Teolis, uh, yeah. Jeff Teolis, what, he either loves or hates. I forget. It's, it's, no, hot. he loves it. He loves bought it the one he from beat, Papa. He beat yeah. somebody on it. That was a big deal. Yep. Yep. All right. How do you, how do you, uh, how do you win that one? Well, what you want to do is up top that there's technically three saucers that you'll plunge up into. And sometimes they'll go in there. Sometimes they won't. But your saucers basically will increase. Well, no, they'll spell Ali is what they'll do, which helps out, I think, with bonus, if I remember right. Tom, is that what it is? The saucers? Yeah, I believe so. The last time I played this was in Masters 2020, two years ago. So bear with me, everybody. Ditto. But... Yeah. So the, uh, the other thing is basically you go for the upper drop targets that has the horseshoe behind it. That'll advance your bonus X. And what's very important is on this game, bonus X carries over ball to ball. So building up bonus X is super important. Uh, Another thing that you could do on the right hand side, there is a saucer there that will collect your bonus, including whenever there's a bonus X with it. So if you get your bonus built up to a certain point, whole meta turns into just peppering that right saucer and if the feed is great that's all you're going to do until your hands fall off so that's pretty much what i like to do on this game is i hit down drop targets up top if i happen to hit the drop targets that are on the left hand side that's just pretty much by accident because the ball is hit off the pops or whatever but typically i like building up my bonus as much as i can and then once it's to a certain certain amount then i'll start collecting on the saucer to the right hand side Nice. That, that was perfect. Thank well, you. Well Thank done. you. I feel good. there's probably somebody screaming in the airplane right now, <laughs> yeah, like Jeff Yolis. Play it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they got the tasers on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no. So, but in order to to advance your 
your multiplier though. It's just dropping down those top drop targets just over and over again. So your first time is 2x, second time is 3x, third time is 4x, fourth time is 5x. That's why those are well so done. important up there. Counting to five in a row. Nice job. <sighs> <laughs> no, I, so I, what I will say, after listening to two of you guys go through all these games, I am, I'm thoroughly impressed with one, your memory, but two, like you guys actually know the value of all these shots by heart. And that's, I can't tell you. I mean, I, I can't tell you any of the values of. Because we're games. weird. Yeah, that's it's, it's pretty impressive. Uh, speaking of weird, Andromeda. Andromeda is the next game. And I this know is, I have played this game and the layout of this game is nuts. It, it's a really cool game, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yes. The, <laughs> what's the meta here? You want to hit the drop target down on the left and lock, lock a ball in the saucer behind it. And then uh, hit the yellow target, lower yellow target on the left-hand side to uh, start multi-ball. Uh, right. That'll release your lock ball. But if you knock down all the drop targets, doesn't that light your spinner? I believe. Right? I, yeah, I believe it's so. It's been a while. So, uh, and, and then you rip it. And then you rip it. It's worth a oh, lot yeah. of points. Yeah, because the drop target bank increases the spinner value as well. So once you get that spinner value up there, it's just basically clear clear the targets, rip spinner. That's something you could do. And then what's unique about this layout, if nobody has seen this layout before, on the left-hand side, it's literally just a pop bumper Yeah, on the lower left-hand side. So there's no in-lane, there's no out-lane. It's kind of like all you got is a pop and a flipper and when it's in that pop you better have that left flipper ready i yep. typically like to just hold it up yep so that way it'll at least skip over to the right hand side and try to keep the ball under control as much as possible nice Agreed. yeah it's a cool game it's a very cool game yeah this was also at Pit masters uh 2020 mm -hmm. yep and then the uh the upper lanes also will do your bonus multiplier and i believe yep. you have to use your right flipper only to switch the lanes Okay. I, th I think that's what it is. Cool. Very All right. cool. Very cool, Joel. It's very no, cool. No, it's a cool game. game. I, that's a game that I, I remember seeing and I was like, I got I to gotta, uh, gotta play this. this I is, would love uh, to have it in my collection. It's a, it's a unique very game. Very unique. It's a lot yeah. of fun. Um, all right. Frontier. Frontier is next. Crush, I love this game. Crusher of dreams. <laughs> With crickets and everything. <laughs> all right, Tom. How do you play this one? Uh, very bonus heavy game. Wouldn't you yes. say? I would say <laughs> with all the den of predator bonus and everything. Yeah. Yep. It's worth a lot, right? Yep. So to, to get your predators, you want to either go down the lanes on the top, which are safe. <laughs> and then you have your, your targets, your, your three targets, uh, that, uh, also, correspond to the to the predators which you can hit but uh i i don't advise going for the middle one because that is very dangerous um depending on game setup of course uh you hit your first inline target on the left hand side that'll light your spinner uh and it also um opens up the falls up top for your frontier bonus uh those left in lane, in line targets, excuse me, 
that increases your multiplier also as you hit them. Not the first one that only lights the spinner. It goes to 2x, 3x, and then there's a target behind them, which will light 4x. Um, the bank on the right will increase your bonus multiplier for your den of predators, uh, 2x, 3x, 4x, uh, hitting the bank down. Um, that's pretty much it, isn't it, Travis? Yeah, and I mean, it's if you can get a lot of predators too, I think if you complete the whole grid, it's 45,000. Yep. That'll carry over ball to ball. And that's your super bonus. And then the other thing that you want to do. Oh, yes. Is if you're playing this game, be sure and watch the person in front of you because you need to know how that feed is from the first inline target. On some of the frontiers out there, it's a death sentence to hit that first target because sometimes it'll just come right down the middle and there's nothing you can do about it. So, be looking at the feeds there. If it's friendly, then I would say for me, I would just tap pass from the left-hand side, to the right-hand side, shout out to Dalton, and then try to hit <laughs> all those inline targets down to build up my bonus multiplier. Do a tap but, pass. Right, Sorry, exactly. <laughs> but if the inline targets aren't cooperating very well, you could always go from right to left and assuming that spinner's lit, just keep ripping and getting it back up top all day long. Maybe... Con- you know, finish your ABC lanes and then get your, uh, get your dinner predators yeah. lit even and more. Cause I, th- I think each lane lights another one, right? Yeah. And, okay. and the frontier bonus, uh, actually corresponds to the predators too. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you get a row of predators, it increases the value by like 10,000. But if you have the multiplier on it, it's huge. So it's almost like you get a, a double bonus, uh, uh, when your ball drains for, right. Yeah. Which is, is really unique for this era game. It's pretty, I, I love it. It's awesome. Yeah, so it, it can lo- get pretty big. I'm looking at a picture of it and the artwork on this is insane. It's awesome. Oh it's, yeah. I mean, no, a shirtless a- guy trying to fight a bear with a knife. I mean, come on. Oh yeah. It's badass. <laughs> yeah, move over zombie Eddie. <laughs> yeah. No, it's awesome. I just, I, I hope somebody remakes this game someday because it will sell sick. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a pretty sweet game. It's a pretty Frontier awesome game. 2.0. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you think, you uh, don't need to change it. I love the no, rules. Oh, no. I was, I, mean, just, but, I was kidding. But here's the thing Did you play the one at Indisc, Tom? Yeah. The, the one so, you could throw around? Right. You, not only could you throw it around, that feed from the first target was so nice. You could just rinse and repeat. Tap passes were there. So hopefully. Frontier down at TPF is like that. If it is, you're going to have some scores that are going to be 800 to over a million. But if it's mean, you might have some scores that are probably around 400 to 500. Somewhere around there would probably be a good qualifying score if it's playing super mean. I, I think I was the only person at Indisc that actually found out that there was a tilt bob in the game. Well done. Good job, Tommy. <laughs> Proud Which, of you. Thank, thank, you. Uh, thank you. I think Keith Elwin had a custom Frontier t-shirt on. He did. At District 82, at, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. It yeah, was, that art is it's sick. pretty sweet. That, that art is sick. It's a great game. All right. So uh, there's some fun games in here. Solar Ride. Solar Ride. I haven't played this one since Penberg. Oh, was it when you won B-Finals? Did you play it then? No, nah, I, I just played it in one of the rounds. And how'd that go for you? I think it went okay. I might have took like Perfect. second. 
Well, that's that's good enough. So, how do that's we play enough. it then? I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, yeah, I, I honestly don't. Uh, obviously, okay. go ahead, Travis. So, if I remember right, in the upper part, you're basically always going to plunge over the top lanes, no matter what. Okay. And whichever one's lit, I think that's what will advance your bonus X. Um, I think if I remember right that if you make the first one, I think the second one might even light a three X or something like that, or maybe it adds to your bonus even more. I forget. It's been way too long, but anyway, so that there's an, there's a saucer in the upper left-hand side in which you can collect bonus right there. It maxes out at 20,000. So you have that. Uh, I think that the saucers also will reset, reset the bank drop target. That's on the left-hand side. I believe. And so every single time that you knock down all these targets, that'll advance your bonus X and also light the collect saucer. So that's kind of how you're able to reset those targets. So if you knock them all down, you're just like, Oh, they're not coming back up Hit the saucer. They'll come back up. So that's, I mean, that's pretty much the whole thing. You have split flippers on the left-hand side. So be careful right there. But typically you're just trying to stay under control as much as you can, but just swatting away when you need to. I mean, that's pretty much pretty much all you can do. It's just the goal is you don't want to drain down the middle because outlanes will advance by three on bonus. So that's very important as well. Nice. Sound good? Joe, Joe, what do you do? Uh, Don't drain down the middle. Keep right. the ball in play. That's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> I, I'm over here go looking up the price of a frontier because, man, the artwork in that is so good. <laughs> It's so you gotta, good. You better be ready to pay out several thousand dollars nowadays. I, yeah, I, Pins, I actually it. bought one right when the pandemic started. Oh my gosh. So you did have you, one? Did you get yes. it for under five? Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Lucky. Yeah, Pinside has so it jealous. listed and at it's in really 2400 nice to 2800 They have it listed for what? 2400 to 2800 For like what? One one leg of Frontier? <laughs> That's what it's... That's what it's listed as. No, that game's easily or it's worth easily over five thousand dollars. It's it's such a great game. It's hard to find too. That's awesome. Yeah, they didn't All make right. many of them. Uh, Rolling Stones Valley Edition. They're a good band. Ooh. They're no Ooh. rush, you know. That's true. <laughs> All right, Tom. Do you remember playing this at Free Play Florida? I do, but I don't remember. I know you want to build the bonus up. Uh, there's that drop target on the left and basically you want to spell rock, right? Yep. Yep. That is correct. Keep, keep yeah, going it's... up top. Is, is spelling rock the multiplier? I believe so. Yes. At okay. top. Yeah. And then your four drop targets on the right hand side will keep advancing bonus. And then on the left hand side, it'll collect. And the reason why the left hand side of that saucer gets important that's behind that drop target is because it'll send it back up into the yes. upper lanes and so to enable you to spell rock but there's also like these two horseshoe shots that look like candy canes nearly on the left and right hand side yes i would advise avoiding those completely like if you're shooting them it's by accident other than that it's just knocking down drop targets if you're on the left hand side and if you're on the right hand side you're trying to get into that saucer collect and then once it's built up so high if it doesn't reset i think most copies if not all of them don't reset. So it's basically from the left hand, you tap pass over to the right, you hit it into the saucer to collect. And that's the entire game pretty much. 
All right. Well done. Hey, Joel, that's easy. That easy. And we're going to finish it off with Nick the Pinsomniac's favorite game, mm. Xenon. Xenon. Tom, you know this game. Yes. Go in the right. uh, go in the two strats, go in the saucer three times, lock a ball on the right ramp. Well, the only ramp in the game. <laughs> and then go back <laughs> in the saucer three times. That'll light your spinner and start multi-ball. Uh, the other strat is just basically to spam the ramp. But uh, that's that's pretty much seen on right there. I don't, also, I don't, I don't normally go for the drops. Right. I, I just kind of, you just kind of luck into those, but go ahead. Tom, can no. you do a few of the callouts real quick from Xenon? <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Well, keep in mind too, if you hit the right ramp, if that's going to be your strategy, you got to be aware of the kick out. Yes, too that's true. There. So there's a little saucer that'll kick it out. Sometimes it's very friendly. And if it is, guess what? We're doing right ramp all day. But if it's not friendly, kind of go at your own risk. If you're good at nudging, it might work for you. I know some players swear by it and others swear by just going back up top through the spinner and hitting the saucer as often as possible. And that's uh, that's Xenon. That's basically the entire game right there. W- wake well up, done. everybody listening. <laughs> we did it. We did it. So I think, how long did that? I don't even know. Hey, it took a that long time. There's a lot of value but for there's people a lot that of value are there. going to TPF. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah, if, you if you're in the car or if you, I guarantee this was useful um, for all <laughs> the people going. Could you imagine somebody like turns this podcast on after the tournament and they're like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just yeah. glad Joel is telling them after them hanging out for us for two hours. Yep. That, hey, the podcast you just listened to is useful, useful for you. Yeah. 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 It's almost it, as good it, as you plugging feels, this podcast it's on not, the podcast. We're not just about bashing Halloween. No, yes. everybody feels good about listening <laughs> to this podcast if, for two uh, hours. Hey, I, it, you know, I hope somebody in a tournament's going to be, they're going to step up to, because these games, so maybe that's, Travis, out of those eight classic games, you're saying you're going to play your four favorite twice. Do you want right. to, do you want to divulge what four you're planning on playing? No. Okay. So yes, no, I'll t- I'll tell you. I'm joking, Joel. Nobody's going. So I'm going to go with Ali, Andromeda, Frontier, Rolling Stones. Okay, that's my plan. And you're going to play those twice, but theoretically, so you're ignoring the other four games. But if you make finals, there's a good chance I'll, you're going to have to play the other four games. Hey, don't pick them against me because I'll crush them then. Okay, just telling <laughs> okay. you guys now. All right, unless it's mini flippers and I'm yeah. screwed, which is two of them. So yeah. Grand what's Tour, what's that, Monica you're gonna make gonna the gonna finals pick? and have to play Grand Tour. Grand Tour. What's Monica gonna pick? The other four. Show um, <laughs> them how to actually, do it. I don't think she'll pick the mini flipper ones. I think she'll pick Ali because she actually liked that one at Pin Masters. She'll pick Frontier just because she likes the guy art. without the shirt. Yeah, the art is the bear. amazing. Yeah, you might as well be entertained while you're playing. And then she'll probably pick Solar Ride because she likes the split flip games too. Okay. Uh, I bet she picks that. Sure. Very cool. Well, uh, I think that's it. I think that's it for the the TPN tournament talk. Uh, yeah, we're not going to talk about the kids, Bank. Sorry. Nah, kids, I you're, don't, you're on your own. Yeah. Figure it out. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and the backup games. Uh, no, the games will be nope. great. You won't have to Figure touch a out. backup game. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So we will end this with the... Here it is, right here. Oh,
God, it's the best. It's the so best song. Crap. So refreshing. <laughs> what? I forgot we were even still doing a triple Dude, combo. Was, yeah, right we now crushed it. We crushed that triple combo. Um, well, overall, I think this is officially our longest episode. Um, and What's I, the longest pinball podcast ever, Joel? I don't know. Uh, Hopefully it's this one. We need to start there, setting. Is some there records. like a Guinness Book of World Records for that? I'm amazed Tom's still awake. Uh, me we too. Are, this is, it, yeah, this is. So, I'm gonna start drinking a pinball. Pepsi every. Yeah, every two of them. Yeah. You're gonna wet the Eat. bed tonight, Tom. I'm telling you. <laughs> 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 no. So if anybody's still listening, thank you for for listening. I hope I hope that was super useful to the people in the tournament. Uh, if not, you may you may have learned something. As in, Travis doesn't know how to play this game, so I'm gonna pick it against <laughs> Travis That's and actually. True. To show him the right strategy. True. So either way, yeah, you learn something. It's something helpful. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, this was good. Uh, this was a good podcast. And 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 like I said earlier, yeah, Travis, uh, Travis and I will be at TPF. So please come and say hi. Uh, oh, big <laughs> Travis Papa's got his hands. What do you got, Travis? Oh no, I was just dancing. Sorry, God, I accidentally <laughs> misclicked. Oh, I, I'm, I'm just hoping somebody goes up to Travis like, hey, thanks for the tips. I, I was glad I could beat you on this game. Yeah, Tucker Crush. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I had no idea how to play this game until you told me how to in your podcast. I am yeah. a, I am an open book. Perfect. I'm an open book. Knowledge is power. Yeah. Are you gonna tell are you gonna tell Monica, hey Monica, you should probably listen to this? You know, just I'm just she, she doesn't, doesn't ask you for tips. She doesn't listen to me at all. Like <laughs> she doesn't like that ship has sailed so long yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even if we're at an event like this, the only thing I ask her is, Hey, what type of beer you want me to bring back? That's yeah. that's where it where it begins and ends. Or you hey, you were her uh, bear boy at District eighty two that tournament. Yeah, that's the two things. It's like Elwin's not here. What beer do you want? <laughs> Those are the two things I got to say to her. Uh, perfect. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll close it up here. Um, so plugs. Uh, Tom, you want to go first? Yes. I uh, I stream occasionally on Fox City's Pinball. I uh, do a lot of tournament streams. Actually, uh, District 82 is going to be having registration for the big triple flip open. This coming Saturday at 9 a.m. So if you are interested in that, you might want to F5 on that event page. So, um, yeah. Well, shoot. Now I have pressure to get this edited before Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And if you're hearing this after this, uh, blame Joel or Zach Money. My bad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My bad. My bad. All right. Thank you, Tom. Travis, get, on get on the wait list. Get on the wait list. Get on the wait list. You're yeah. probably hearing this next week. Get on the wait list. Yeah. Go for it, Travis. Yeah, I'm here on Triple Drain Podcast mm. and sometimes on YouTube. Haven't done a show in a while, but I need to do a show pretty soon. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. Well done. Appreciate you guys listening. I'll see you guys down at TPF. Say hi. We'll have a beer together. If you're buying. I'm just saying that because I'm carrying a beer with me the whole time. Anytime I'm not in the tournament room. Well done. Perfect. There you go. And yes, and I'm Joel. I do, um, every Wednesday I do the pinball network. Uh, I stream that. And then every other Thursday I stream for flipping out, um, on that channel. And last Thursday, I actually had an awesome opportunity to play Billy Madison. Billy Madison, it was a, it was a custom, um, overhaul. They took a party animal pinball machine and rethemed it to Billy Madison. And I streamed that with Brian and Jeff, super nice guys. They will have Billy Madison at TPF. So definitely go give it a shot, play it, 
have a few laughs and um yeah the recording of that stream is on um flipping out on the on the youtube um so search uh flipping out pinball and you'll see the um the billy madison stream for that so uh i also do another podcast uh, just another pinball podcast so um yeah feel free to listen to that as well but that is it we'll be at tpf come say hi um yeah hopefully this was useful if it was let us know feel free to email us good or bad triple drain at gmail.com and like always tom you get a close us out stay in school kids <laughs>